would you say it's our all-time 250 favorite movies? Yeah, list? I mean, mine are constantly changing, so, like, yeah. I guess this is only going to be accurate for, like, right now. And but, yeah. on a Sunday, on November 20th of, at 9.30 p.m., this is our top <laughs> 250. Yep. So we want to start with number 250? Yeah, let's, that start way? The, let's start at the bottom and, and go up. Okay. That way it, gets, it only gets better. Yeah, <laughs> this is going to be fun. Yeah. All right, so who did you have? Okay, my uh, 250 is um, Captain America the Winter Soldier. <laughs> okay. That did not make my list at all. Well, yeah, I, I, I figured that one. I know you didn't really like that one. I'm surprised that it's that low on your list. I don't know. I just figured. Well, I mean, I only had, um, I think, six Marvel movies on here, or at least from the MCU. Um, and I really like this one. Like, I think they did a good job with it. Um, but there's a few things that I'm like, all right, like, you're trying to make this a realistic spy movie. Like, some of these things are like, all right, come on. Uh, people wearing, the like, face masks, like, Mission Impossible a lot. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um. It is like a spy thriller. Yeah. Or this one also, be. um. One thing that annoyed me about it and why it's not higher is um, it was it was continuing the trend that Marvel had of pretending to kill lead characters and then bringing them back uh, within the same movie, even. Uh, so they pretend to kill Nick, Nick Fury in this one. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> this one actually believes he's dead, but okay. <laughs> he hasn't been back since, or, was, or unless Age of Ultron, he was, was he in that one? I don't think he was. Or if he was, he might have just had, like, one scene. He might have had a scene where he talked with, like, Tony and them, but he's definitely not, like, in the leader capacity anymore. Um, and honestly, I think that's just because, uh, you know, he, I don't know if he's that expensive, but I'm sure they got to pay him, you know, a relatively, you know, a relatively large amount for him to be in them. Like, hey, I want to be in the new Star Wars! <laughs> He's alive. He's alive. All right, what's yours? Mine is a little unknown film called Wolf Cop. <laughs> I'm I'm really happy that made your list. It didn't make mine, but I love it. That's a fun movie. Uh, it's about a cop that turns into a wolf at night, and it's really raunchy and funny, and it's kind of a cult classic. And it's gonna be a sequel. For cult classic status, uh, there's a werewolf dick. Like I mean, yeah. like you, the, the any movie, the first movie ever to have a werewolf dick, like that. There's no way that's not going to be a cult classic. Like, <laughs> so I'm waiting for the sequel on that one. Yeah, my 249 is Saint Vincent with Bill Murray. Nice. That one also didn't make my list, but I, I like that movie. Yeah, it's 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 underrated. Uh, yeah, I think Bill Murray could easily have been nominated for something. Yeah, it, that was a good movie, and uh, I don't particularly like Melissa McCarthy, but she didn't really annoy me in that one. So. Yeah, the, the, I mean the plot is kind of it's been done before, but it's just, it, Bill Murray makes it unique, just his yeah portrayal of the main character. 
But, I mean, there's, there's been plenty of, like, drunk, you know, beaten down characters and stuff that have high redemption. Yeah, but the fact that he's literally compared to a saint is kind of fun. And that kid is cool, too. Yeah, the kid yeah, is like pretty good. What was your 249? 249. Uh, my 249 is uh, The World's End by Edgar Wright. Okay, yeah, that didn't make my list. I figured it wouldn't. <laughs> I, It's uh, the third in the uh, unofficial Coronado trilogy. Or I don't know if it is official or not, because they sell it. They just don't call it that on the packaging. Um, but uh, it's uh, Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, and Nick Frost are in all of them. Um, I think it's the, the weakest of the three, but it's still a really fun movie. Uh, I just think the ending is great. Like I did not expect them to go there with it, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, we watched it in Motel 6. yeah. It's just a great British comedy, and, like, Pierce Brosnan is in it, like, <laughs> Filch, or, uh, Walter Frey, if you're for Game of Thrones fans, rather than, uh, Harry Potter. Alright, what was, oh, should I do, uh, 248 as well, since that's what sure. we are talking about? Um, my 248 was, uh, Live, Die, Repeat, or Edge of Tomorrow, another one we watched in, uh, Motel 6. Yeah, it is. Nice. Uh, I don't know, I, I, that one's just, it's a fun action movie with Tom Cruise. Uh, Other than Mission it, Impossible. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually only have one Mission Impossible on here, and it, it's lower than your your, your thinking. I uh, just realized <laughs> I have none. <laughs> I could have used those, oh well. Well, I you know, I was looking back on the Mission Impossible movies, and I was like, I don't remember the plots of most of them. So, like, obviously I don't like them as much as, like, in my head I do. Because, like, I haven't watched them again, you know? Early. So, that's why I only have one on there. Um, but, yeah, Let I Repeat was fun. It's uh, Groundhog Day meets Alien. Right. I really like that Tom Cruise is, like, you know, not... He's, like, cocky at the beginning, but then he's, like proved to be a coward and then he has to like uh bring himself back from that i like that he dies multiple times yeah yeah that's hilarious too like watching tom cruise die this is great mine my 248 are you are you ready to move on yeah i'm ready to move on okay my 248 was star trek 2009 the remake Ooh, Um, that is higher on my list i thought that this was a great reboot of the uh 60s TV show or the cast, I guess they rebooted. JJ um, Abrams directs it. I, th- I just thought it was a fantastic reboot. Wasn't worthy of any higher. My, I don't know why, but it, just, it worked out to be 248. Oh, that's fun. Uh, it's higher on my list. That's the only Star Trek movie that made my list. Me too. List. Me too. Yeah. Um, I think the reason that. That one is my favorite, and tell me if you agree. I I was always a bigger Star Wars fan, and Star Trek 2009 feels more like a Star Wars film than a Star Trek film. Yeah, I agree. And just the chemistry of the cast, I just thought it really really worked. Yeah, I mean, like, I've continued to see the next two based on the chemistry of the cast built in in Mm -hmm. that first one. Um, 
so yeah, once we get to that one, I might. I even saw the second one twice. Like even if, even this it's not the best. It's like the third best one of the three. Mm-hmm. But I still like, saw it. Into Darkness. I still saw it twice in theaters. Yeah, well, I just like Benedict Cumberbatch too. Like you know, it's fun. My two forty-seven is one you may not have heard of, but it's called the Puffy Chair. I have not. Came heard out of it in two thousand five. It's an independent film. Um, have you heard of the, the Duplass brothers? No. Nope. Mark Duplass. Uh, Actually, okay, they do sound vaguely familiar. What have they done? They had it. Well, their biggest thing was the, an HBO show called Togetherness. Oh, okay. But anyways, this is their first feature in 2005, and I, I caught it on Netflix, and I, I really enjoyed it. It's about a, a road trip, and they have a puffy chair. Nice. It's a comedy. Cool, man. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Do I do 247 now? Sure. Alright, my 247 was Wedding Crashers. Wow, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson. I don't know, it's just a fun movie. It is. Uh, Rick Adams. Uh, it's, a, it, it's a Fisher. Is that how you say your first name? Something like that, yeah. I don't know. Isla Fisher. It, uh, Isla Isla. Yeah, this movie's just hilarious, and I love it. <laughs> that was the first film I saw her in, and she was, she hasn't been as good since. I mean, she's she's hilarious in that movie. Yeah, I haven't seen her in much. I'll find you. Yeah, I mean, she's really fun <laughs> in that one. The only other one that I that comes to mind, I'm sure she's been other ones, and I've forgotten her. Is she was Lucy in Bram Stoker's Dracula? So I got to see her tits. You you might remember her tits. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I figured we should, you know, just might as well be vulgar up front so people know what they're listening to. Absolutely. They should know by now. Let's pick the episodes. All right, 246 for me is Your Sister's Sister, another independent comedy with, uh, (laughs) um, fuck, what's her name? She was in Live Die Repeat. Who's the girl? Uh, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt is the lead. Um, it's there's only three characters in this movie, and it's it's a love triangle. I just thought it was well done. I'm into those independent, low budget comedies. So nice. Came out in 2011. You really did get the year out all. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, my two forty six of Lethal Weapon two. Nice. Yeah, this is the only like, Lethal Weapon movie that made the list. I debated uh, Lethal Weapon one or two, but two won out uh, for me just because uh, diplomatic immunity and uh, the um, the toilet. The toilet. Is the third and one? Then, um, was the second um, one? Yeah, that's, this, it's the second one. So yeah, it's the toilet, the the toilet and the condom tree, and then there's the um, he dislocates his shoulder, but his girlfriend drowns. That whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was like, I remember more of the like gags and like more of the more stuff happen. I remember Lethal Weapon two better than Lethal Weapon one, so I figured I probably like that one better. It's <laughs> good, good pick. Ooh. All right. What's your two forty five? At two forty five, it's an it's uh, came out this year. It's called Blue Jay. It's gonna be on Netflix. But I, I caught it early. 
um, illegally. I streamed it. <laughs> Another independent film. Uh, this is more of a romance. It's black and white. Uh, two characters, Mark Duplass is in it and Sarah Paulson. Um, okay. Yeah. So they're they're high school lovers and they reconnect ten like twenty years later or something, and then they just catch up. That's the movie. So I like those kind of in time movies or whatever. Check it out if you can next month. <laughs> Whoever's listening, like I, that's why I got the dates because people might want to be like, "What year was it?" Okay. Well, I don't know. I'm just- I, I I didn't do that, and so we already started. But I have the years if there's you know multiple films with the same name or it's a remake or whatever. All right, so my two forty five is Anastasia and the animated nineteen ninety seven. Oh shit! I saw the that on opening night when I was a kid. Once upon a December. Yeah, I okay. So I love this movie. I love. I had the music box from it. Me too, and dude. My sister fucking had it actually. <laughs> uh, Meg Ryan is Anastasia, but the one who stands out for me is Christopher Lloyd as Rasputin, um, oh, and he wow. had Hank Azaria as his like bat, uh, Bartoff. And they, they like. Uh, there's a rumor in St. Petersburg. <laughs> like, I just, I remember, like, I love all the music. The songs in this one, yeah. And, like, the, like, insane hell sequences. Like, they just, they cut to Resbutin in hell. Like, I mean, like, no other animated movie, like, for kids, like, does that sort of shit. So I was like, that's awesome. I loved his, like, um, he has, like, the whole, like, weird, like, green glowing magic, uh, vial with the skull on it. I thought that was so cool. And then his, like, head, like, goes into his body. I gotta rewatch this. <laughs> this movie's so weird, and I, I absolutely loved it as a kid. There's the whole train sequence, uh, where the, like, train is blasted apart. Like, <laughs> I gotta rewatch that. It's a crazy movie. So that one, I, I thought that one definitely was my list. Yeah. What was your 244? 244, Everybody Wants Some from this year. Uh, 2016. Uh, I did a review of it before. Uh, it's Linklater as the way he does best with uh, those moment in time following characters and, and just their everyday lives. I like I like the dialogue that he pulls. It's kind of realistic. and This is uh, Days of Confused in the 80s. Nice. Uh, that one did not make my list. Uh, but... I don't think I like it anywhere near as much as you do. <laughs> I think my 243 probably made your list. Okay. Uh, well, my 244 uh, was Little Miss Sunshine. Okay. Uh, it's one of a lot of people, actually, because it's got um, Steve Carell, Paul Dano. Um, I know I just said it. Well, Greg I don't Kinnear. Greg Kinnear, what? Alan Arkin. Yeah, Greg Kinnear. Okay, I know him from a movie later on my list that I, I'm going to... I'll wait for that one. But, um, yeah, well, this movie is, I don't know, it's so much fun. Uh, great family, indie movie. Uh, is really quirky sense of humor. The little girls in uh, Scream Queens, right? Uh, oh, is she? And she's in Zombieland. Who's, what the fuck is her name? Uh, 
Wait, that's Abigail Breslin? Yeah. Wow, she got, she's like completely different when she gets older. Yeah, that's her. I didn't know that Abigail Breslin, that's funny. That's her, yeah, she's Little Miss Sunshine. Wow, alright, I'm going to have to rewatch Little Miss Sunshine knowing that now. That was the movie I discovered Paul Dono. Yeah, I had never seen him before uh, that either. I don't know, he doesn't say anything for the whole movie, and then the first thing he says is, ah! Yep. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> All right, what's your At 243, I have Argo in 2012. Ben Affleck's Best Picture winner. Also has Alan Arkin, John Goodman, Ben Affleck. Uh, and that is a good movie. It did not... It's uh, good. My, it didn't make it? Didn't make it, but I, I I like the movie. It's good. It's just... It's too... Simple. I don't know. I mean, it's not simple, but it's just... he's got He's done better movies. I, I like The Town better. I liked... Um, fucking... Uh, Gone Baby Gone better. Which is not on my list. I just thought of that, but <laughs> <laughs> but Argo, you know, Argo, fuck yourself, you know. It's got yeah, some good yeah. moments. Yeah, it's a fun movie. What was yours? Uh, my two forty three is X two, X Men two. Nice. Yeah, uh, this is my uh, second favorite movie in the X Men series. Um, so only two of them made my list. Um, this one is the the best with the old with just the old cast. Um, it's the, it's know, the they, best of the original trilogy. Yeah, it's the best of the original trilogy. Yeah, um, I don't know. X Men tends for me to have uh, second one be best. I don't know. Yeah, in their trilogy. Like this or trend. Yeah, uh, they might break it with Logan though. Um, I'm hoping. It's very um, promising. Yeah. But this one was a lot of fun. It, I think it's uh, it's really fun. Uh, we have uh, Ian McKellen and, and Patrick Stewart are great together. They have they have a couple scenes of them playing chess before Magneto escapes. Uh, I don't know. I always love the two of them together. They're the definitive Magneto and Professor X for me. That, that that's uh, their chemistry and mm-hmm. can't beat that. At a uh, two forty-two. I have a Western, The Fastest Gun Alive, in 1956, came out. Uh, it was my grandpa's favorite movie. So, oh. it was a black and white. I starred, uh, fuck, um, I forgot his name. But he played Batman's, uh, no, not Batman, uh, Superman's father, human father in the original Christopher Reeve film. Oh, shit. Let me see. <laughs> Glenn Ford. Glenn Ford. I didn't even look it up. Glenn Ford. So, yeah, that's my 242. Nice. I've never seen it, but it sounds it's fun. Not, yeah, it's not a well-known movie, actually. It was, it was really hard to find. Gotcha. He wanted it on DVD, so I had to like record it off TCM and then burn it to a DVD. Yeah, it's, it's like one, it, it wasn't on DVD for the longest time. Damn! That, wow, that is <laughs> that is a really hard movie to get. If it's yeah, not on DVD. and it's literally about a guy that 
he used to he used to be able to draw the gun as fast as anyone, you know, whatever. And he's like lured back into it, kind of plot, okay. you know. Okay, this is just off topic, but I thought of it. Why the hell is Let It Be not on DVD or Blu-ray yet? Is it not? It's not. I don't um, know why it's not. Apparently, if somebody's holding up that license or something. Yeah. Yoko. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, my two forty-two is Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. This is uh, Kevin Costner, Morgan Freeman, Alan Rickman. Um, who the fuck else is in it? Uh, Christian Slater. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's it's a little cheesy. I'll admit that, but it's a lot of fun. Um, I just really like this movie. This is uh, the one of the first two movies. Uh, I got on DVD, or my parents got, I guess, because I was very young. But we got a DVD player, and this was one of the two movies we bought that same day. Nice. It was on a flip disc, too. You had to oh, flip it. Oh, yeah. The movie. <laughs> and it was kind of hilarious, because I tried to show it to my cousin Mark, and um, I didn't realize that I had it flipped the wrong way. And so it just opens on the scene with Kevin Costner's butt. And oh, wow. Go back to the beginning. And so I was like, all right, well, all right, over. And then we just watched the second half of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as I know, he's never seen the first half. <laughs> That's funny. All right, at 241, I have Dan in Real Life from Chosen 7. Um, mostly because I remember having a good time watching it in theaters. Nice. <laughs> and it's and it's it's my name is in the title and <laughs> Dane Cook is okay in it. Steve Carell is is good in it. Uh, yeah, one of those nostalgia picks, I guess. Nice. That's okay. I have I have, I have several on here that are kind of nostalgia picks. Um, my two forty one is Red Eye. This is a, a little thriller by Wes Craven. It's a little bit out of his wheelhouse, but I think it really pays off. Um, it's a very tight thriller. Uh, Killian Murphy and Rachel McAdams on an airplane for the majority of the movie. Um, Brian Cox is her father, um, who's uh, being held under threat, kind of. Um, I, I think it's a really well done little it thriller. Is. It is good. And the, the throat stabbing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is the whole it. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, the, the airport chase scene is one of my favorite scenes. I love that. At right, 240, you... at 2.40, uh, the first Stallone movie, it's uh, from 1993, Demolition Man. It's him against uh, Wesley Snipes. Um, I thought it was just a fun action flick. Uh, it's, just, it's it's one of Stallone's best in the 90s, because he had some pretty fucking bad ones with uh, Stop Her My Mom Will Shoot Her Oscar. Um, <laughs> and it's got Sandra Bullock's in it, too. Uh, it's It's got some funny moments, like you can't cuss, and then there's no, no toilet paper, so he cusses in this machine and it shoots out paper. He gives him, like, a ticket, so then he's oh, like, I, I got a toilet paper. Yeah. Uh, oh, that, that, that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's so ridiculous. Yeah, it is. 
right, my 240 is a ridiculous one as well. Uh, High Spirits. This uh, stars uh, Peter O'Toole, um, Daryl Hannah, Liam Neeson in one of his first screen roles. Um, there's several more people, but I don't remember their names at the moment. Um, but anyway, uh, Peter O'Toole uh, own, is running a uh, bed and breakfast at a small Irish castle, and it's um, going under and is about to be... Uh, repossessed and taken over and torn down so he um puts out a gimmick that it's haunted and then they're like uh the his like crew like fakes a haunting and it goes horribly and that awakens the real spirits in the castle who start haunting it and (laughs) actively causing mayhem um so this is one that i watch every um saint patrick's day it's it's a lot of fun uh, it's utterly ridiculous, and I, I think it's really funny. Nice. At two thirty nine, Edge of Tomorrow. Ooh, this is where I put it. Uh, let that repeat, like you said. Uh, not much to add to what we talked about already. Nice. What was your two thirty nine? Uh, my two thirty nine is Hellboy Two: The Golden Army. I have yet to see those. Yeah, so you got to see this. So I'm not going to say any spoilers. Um, but I, what I will say is um, the reason I put this one on here and I didn't put uh, Hellboy, which I did, uh, you know, I, I was going back and forth on oh, that. Oh, you left Hellboy out? Yeah, I left Hellboy out. Um, if we did 300, it would have made it, but, you know. Um, but the reason I chose Hellboy 2 is uh, because the first one, we kind of follow this FBI character who's like a a normal human to like get you into the world. And then the second one, they're like, well, you're in. So fuck it. We're going to just go weird as hell. So like the the second movie is like way more bizarre than the first one. And I respect them for that. (laughs) So yeah, what was your 238? 238 machete from 2010. Robert Rodriguez is Machete, Danny Trejo. This is outrageously fun. Uh, it's a spinoff from the the Grindhouse features, but it's it's this was Danny Trejo was born to play this, and he doesn't text. Yeah, that is a fun movie. Have you seen the second one? Yeah. Not as good. Not as good. Yeah. Still, the first one is better. What was uh, yours? My 238 is uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. So this one is... Uh, That's way different than Machete. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very different than Machete. Um, so this one is uh, the third installment. Uh, we get to meet Gary Oldman, Sirius Black, uh, Professor Lupin. They also recast Dumbledore, and I hate uh, that recast. Uh, so... You know. <laughs> okay, so far we have not matched one of these, right? No, but I mean, we had a couple. That I, wonder, was... I mean, I wonder if we'll ever match exactly. I don't. I doubt that'll happen, but like, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, we both had Edge, Edge of Tomorrow on here. Yeah, but I mean, like, numbered in a movie. Yeah, that would be really funny. We'll see. I hope we do. That yeah, would be that'd be fun. fun. Okay, what was your 237? 237 Apocalypto from 2006. Mel Gibson, uh, 
it's I you know you don't even have to really read the subtitles. It's just a fun action movie, and it's really yeah. gut gut wrenching at times. And I didn't know much about the is it Aztecs or or. I mean, it's either Mayans or Aztecs. Mayans, we yeah. But it's, it's but yeah. the visual storytelling and the pacing and the editing and the the action is just it's it's well worth it. That's mm -hmm. why I put it at two thirty seven. Nice. Uh, my two thirty seven is a very different movie. Uh, it's Paul with Nick Frost, Simon Pegg, and Seth Rogen. Is that the, the fourth one? Of the that, that one's not part of the Coronado trilogy because Edgar Wright didn't direct it. Oh, I thought he did. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a spiritual cousin because they, they also wrote it and it feels like that same sort of feel. Um, it, it's just a very fun movie. So Seth Rogen is an alien and uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are like uh, nerdy uh, writers at, who are attending Comic-Con and then they're, they're doing an alien tour. So like they're hitting... Um, Area 51 and Roswell, and they come across him. So then they're trying to help him escape the government. <laughs> it's a fun movie. What was your 236? 236, Super 8 from 2011. J.J. Abrams. Um, it's really it's really like a, uh, a tip of the cap to Spielberg. The whole movie is really Spielbergish. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a monster movie like JJ likes to do those and then I, I thought it was, it was it's, it's fun the kids are great Ellie Fanning and I don't know their kids names but they're 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 fun it's kind of like uh, Stranger Things but Stranger Things was captured the 80s better but this is before yeah. Stranger Things but it has that kind of same feel mm -hmm. um, yeah. it was a fun movie it was good to see JJ do like an original thing that's true yeah he does tend to do a yeah. lot of yeah, because uh, the two I have on here by J.J. are both uh, reboots slash sequels. So, yeah, that's fun. All right, uh, my 236 is Aladdin, the uh, animated Disney film, uh, with Robin Williams as a genie. Mm -hmm. uh, standout performance from that movie for me. Um, Definitely. That, that one is... Uh, Definitely just one of my favorite childhood movies. Uh, I love Jafar. Oh, yeah. I love the carpet. The flying carpet. He's so much fun. That's what uh, Dr. Strange reminded me that The cape reminded me of that. Yes, carpet. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Maybe that's why I love the cape so much. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> At 2.35, I have Holes from 2003. Ooh, yeah, Holes. Uh, it's funny because I, I was... Ex Man 2 came out the same weekend and it was sold out so I got the later ticket but I went to see Holes before so I, double, I saw Holes in X2 the same night oh, um, this is one of, one of Shia LaBeouf's first movies uh, this is yeah. during Even Stevens time and it's really it's really good it's got John Voight and Sigourney Weaver in it and it's based on a novel that I didn't read but yeah I um so I saw this on Disney Channel, and I thought it was a Disney Channel original movie oh, for a wow. while. And I thought it was like the best Disney Channel original <laughs> yeah. movie ever. And then I found out it was an actual theatrical movie, and I was like, "All right, well, like it's still a good movie, but like it's not <laughs> doesn't have the title of best Disney Channel original movie ever." So. <laughs> 
What was your 235? Um, well, my 234 and 235 kind of go together, so I'll just cover okay. them at the same time, and then you cover uh, 234 uh, as well. Um, so my 235 is Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. My 234 is Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Oh, wow. Um, Any reason? Yeah, well, I love the love those two movies. Uh, obviously, they both have the more childish tone um, with uh, Chris Columbus is directing those. The reason I put Chamber of Secrets above Sorcerer's Stone, even though most people don't, is I, I just love the spider sequence and I love the basilisk. So they were kind of like neck and neck for me, but th- those two, it gets a bit scarier and I, I like that, so... Nice. At 234, another Shia LaBeouf movie. You probably have never seen it or heard of it. The greatest game ever played from 2005. He plays a golfer. Uh, it's another it's another Disney-produced movie. But it, it, it had a theatrical release, and uh, what's his name? Bill Paxton directed it. Um, it's, it's, a well, it's, a well, it's a true story, too, I guess. And it was, it, I thought it was really well done, and I like Shia LaBeouf, so it was really, it was fun. I, I own it, so. Oh, nice. You were right. I had never heard of it. Well, the more to come, we probably never heard of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. There's going to be someone here that you yeah. probably heard of uh, from mine, so. Did you do, uh, two, did you do 233 yet? No, I haven't done 233. Okay. 233 is Taken. Um... If you let my daughter go, it'll be the end of it. But if you don't, I will come after you. I will find you. I will kill you. Uh, I mean, this one's just a really good action movie. Uh, and it's, it was such a good action movie that it spawned a bunch of shitty action movies with Liam Neeson yeah. in the, the starring role, including two sequels. <laughs> yeah, and then like The Grey, Run All Night. I don't yeah. even know. There's like another one on the plane or something. There, there, there's even more than unknown that. Unknown or something. But that unknown was actually okay. Of that group, that's probably the best. But um, but for me, it, that's that like the uh, slew of imitators that doesn't change the fact that Taken is still really good. And I, I really like that first one. Um, it's a solid action movie, and so it, I I needed to have it on my list. At 2.33, I have a solid action comedy from 2009, Zombieland. Ooh. I thought it was a great film. Unexpectedly great, because I didn't have any expectations going into it. Mm-hmm. Um, Woody Harrelson, uh, what's her name, fucking Wichita, Emma, Emma Stone, uh... The chick from Little Miss Sunshine again, and we have uh, Luke's Lex Luthor. <laughs> Social Network, what's his name? Yeah. Ooh, Social Network. That's not on my list, but I like that movie. Yeah. Uh, great movie, great zombie flick. I don't know if they should do a sequel now, but they should have done one right after. Well, if they're going to do anything that's the title of Zombieland, it's got to be with them. When they were talking about the series, and they weren't going to have them, I was like, I'm right. out. Because Zombieland is them. It's, right. it's not just zombies and comedy. It's the four of them. Um, but funny that uh, that was your 233, right? Yeah. 
My 232 is uh, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Nice. <laughs> um, so I decided uh, I love Scooby-Doo, uh, so I wanted to include a Scooby-Doo movie on here. And uh, I chose this one um, because this is the one where the monsters are real. So you got zombies and cat people, and it's crazy, and it's, it's a lot of fun. And uh, you have this song, uh, It's Terror Time Again. It's got you running through the night. It's a terrifying sight. <laughs> I could go on, but I'm not going to. At 2.32, I have another Jesse Eisenberg movie, Adventureland, from 2009. Uh, it's also, in my opinion, Kirsten Stewart's best movie. I agree with you. Um, it's also got Ryan Reynolds in it and uh, Bill Hader's in it. So it's, it's, it's pretty funny. I also like the coming-age movies. Mm-hmm. That's a fun one. Um, my 231 is uh, Mission Impossible. Original? The, yeah, the original. Um I did think about Rogue Nation, but I am going with the original. Uh, this is the one I watched the most. Uh, Brian De Palma. It's a really good action thriller. I just love um, spoilers, but in the opening, in the opening sequence, like basically the entire team is murdered, um, except for uh, Tom Cruise and um, the character Bing, who Bing Ram, Ramis. Bing Ramis, or is he not in? The beginning. I don't think he's in that one. Okay, well, yeah, he is. the person I was thinking about was John Voight. Um, oh yeah, John Voight. Yeah, the villain of the movie. He's the villain. Yeah. Um. I, I guess we really need to do spoilers. It came out like twenty he's, years. Yeah, ago. He's, it's, it's, there's like five movies by now. Yeah, yeah. So John Voight was the villain of that movie, but like they they make you think he died because they like, show him getting shot and he falls in the river. Um, but anyway, it was a really well done movie. Um, not my favorite Brian De Palma movie. There's uh, at least one higher up that we're going to get to. I got a few of them on here too. Yeah, actually, there's definitely two higher up. So, yeah. Uh, what's your two thirty? You mean two thirty one? Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm ahead of you. Never mind. So, what's your two thirty one? Almost famous from two thousand. I um. almost had this on my list, but I, <laughs> it it fell off at the last minute. So. It's. It's it's a great movie. Uh, Cameron Crowe actually made a good movie. <laughs> um, oh, one of his few good ones. The soundtrack is great. Uh, yeah. It's 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 just a fun road trip movie. It really is. It's really good. You did two thirty already. No, I just did oh, okay. two thirty. Uh, my two thirty is uh, Bruce Almighty. Oh, nice. Uh, Jim Carrey. Uh, is uh, frustrated with his life and basically is allowed to take over his god, uh, played by Morgan Freeman. I don't know, this movie is just so much fun. I, it's it's such a, it's so high concept and I love it. And, uh, yeah. That was like the rise of Steve Carell too because that was like one of his first yeah, but, uh, movies that, that scene with the fast talking. Yeah, we... Uh, as Evan well, Baxter... We didn't finish it, but we started watching it on Friday night, and he's credited as Stephen Carell. That's how uh, long ago was he hadn't taken oh, the end. Wow. Yeah. At two thirty, I have a movie by Sofia Coppola called Somewhere. 
uh, from 2010. Have you heard of it? I have heard of it. I've not seen it. Yeah, it's 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 a slow mover. <laughs> you probably wouldn't like it, but <laughs> it it's very good. It follows uh, a struggling actor, and he's raising a daughter, Ellie Fanning. Um, it, it was it's just a good it's a good movie, and the the soundtrack is by Phoenix, the band. Oh, nice. All right, uh, my two twenty nine is True Romance. Written Great by uh, Quentin Tarantino, uh, directed by, um, uh, it's, Tony it's really, Scott. Uh, Tony yeah, Tony Scott. Scott. I was going to say Todd Scott, and I was like, that's wrong. His name is not Todd. <laughs> There's a bunch of actors in this one. Um, yep, Gandolfini. Some of are playing against type. Which is interesting. Uh, so, like, Brad Pitt is randomly in it as a stoner. He's great. He, that, that He's was great. A uh, great Christopher performance. Christopher is a, is, a, is a gangster. I mean, it's Christian Slater and Rebecca Arquette are the uh, uh, main peoples. Gandolfini um, is, like, right the type, though. He just, he's, like, the bully. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of Brad Pitt and, and uh, uh, Christopher Walken when I said that. But, yeah. But, yeah, it's a fun uh, Bonnie and Clyde type movie. Yeah, that's a really fun movie. What's your two twenty nine? The Untouchables, nineteen eighty seven. Uh, Brian De Palma. Mm-hmm. Sean Connery got the supporting actor uh, Oscar. Kevin Costner's in it. Um, is De Niro's in it, right? Yeah, De Niro. He's the phone. Yeah, right. And I is Andy Garcia in this? I can't remember if he's. In. I don't remember. I, don't know. I got the, uh, I got confused. For Robert De Niro bashing in someone's head with a baseball <laughs> bat, like at a dinner table. Uh, yeah, I I love that movie. It's completely historically inaccurate, but I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's it's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my two twenty eight is Rubber. Nice. If you haven't seen or heard of this movie. <laughs> You will not believe this movie exists. This movie is about a killer car tire. It's about a car tire that suddenly comes to life and has the power to blow up people's heads with its mind. That is the entire plot. The of tire the movie. has a mind. <laughs> no reason. That's the entire plot. There's no other plot than that. There's just a killer tire. <laughs> That's hilarious. What's your 228? At 228, uh, Beginners from 2010. Uh, Ewan McGregor's in it. The chick from Inglorious Bastards, the blonde, she's in it. Uh, Christopher Palmer, or Christopher Plummer, sorry. Yeah. Uh, he finally got an Oscar for this one. But uh, nice. Have you seen that one? I have not. Yeah, he plays uh, Ewan McGregor's dad, and he just came out as gay. Oh wait, no, I have seen this one. You showed this one to me. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forgot that was the name of the movie. Yeah, Beginners. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good movie. Uh, My 227 is The Day of the Jackal. Um, Haven't seen it. Well, it's from the 70s. Um, It's a little more obscure, but I I really like it. Um, I had never heard of it, but it was on Netflix one day, and I so I clicked on it. Um, so there's an assassin called the Jackal and he's, uh, out to, um, kill, um, uh, it's Charles de Gaulle, I want to say. Um, and so it's a, it's a tight, it's a, it's a tight thriller for me. It was very suspenseful. I, I really enjoyed it. 
at 227, uh, Ryan Coogler's first film, uh, Fruitful Station, from 2013, starring Michael B. Jordan. Uh, it's a true story about a young young man raising raising a kid or something. And uh, well, I don't want to. I mean, it's it's kind of it's true true to this day. Like I mean, like the cops shooting people and stuff. So it's kind of a bad ending, but it's it's a very powerful film. And he went on to do Creed, and now he's doing Black Panther. So he's, it, you could really tell his talent. This really got this really got him to do Creed, like this 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 first movie. So was, I still have to see that one. I haven't seen it. Yeah, yet. it's a pretty powerful movie. Nice. Um, so my two twenty six is Enemy at the Gates. Um, this is set during the Battle of Stalingrad. Um, it has um, Jude Law, uh, Joseph Fiennes, uh, Rachel Weisz, Ed Harris, um, and Jude Law um, is a sniper, uh, a Russian sniper, and he, the uh, uh, Joseph Fiennes starts using him for propaganda to like make uh, the Russians look better because like they're they're eating wallpaper and shit like they're in bad conditions um and so then the nazis dispatch one of their best snipers played by ed harris to take him out and so it's a it's a it's a really good movie based on a battle that they really don't do that much with in movies um i thought it was a really well done film at 226 uh this is the I have a couple 2014s, three in a row now. This is the first one of three. Uh, Love is Strange, uh, John Lithgow, and... God, who's that guy? I just had it. Alfred Molina. They play lovers. and But it's it's really good. Uh, they're kicked out of... Uh, when it's, they're kicked out of... Oh, Alfred Molina is not allowed to teach anymore at a Catholic church because he's, he's found out that he's gay, has a gay marriage. So it's kind of the, the Catholics versus gays kind of thing. And uh, it's really relevant. I don't know why it got more love in 2014, but it's, it's a really good movie. I saw it in Chicago and the director was there at a Q&A. So. I haven't I even seen it. But yeah, nobody was... really knows about it. Yeah. You have, like, all sorts of politically relevant movies. Yeah. <laughs> but down at the bottom, I have, like, all my, like, ones that I'm like, I love this movie, but it's probably kind of shitty. Uh, and in that spirit, my 225 is Van Helsing. <laughs> um, so Hugh Jackman is Van Helsing. Um, and it's got Dracula, Frankenstein, and the Wolfman. And I, I'm a big fan of the Universal Monster movies. So this one was just a lot of fun. It's definitely extremely cheesy. Um, there's so much cheese to this, but like it's dripping off. But like it, I love this movie. It's so much fun. Um, I love the like uh, that they turn into gigantic humanoid bats. Mm-hmm. Like that's awesome. Yeah, this, yeah, this is a good movie. I love that the movie ends with a gigantic humanoid bat versus a werewolf. Yeah. Like, that's, like, universal monster orgasm. Like, <laughs> So, yeah, what's your 225? My 225 uh, is my first international movie, uh, Waja, that came out in 2014. It's the first uh, Saudi Arabian film, feature film. Uh, I saw... I reviewed it for Columbia, and I really liked the movie. It's about this little girl 
who uh, she just wants to wear Converse shoes. She wants to dress normal. She doesn't want to wear the the garb, the uh, you know the hood or whatever she has to wear. Uh, she just wants to get a bike too. She and it's about her journey growing up and the. It kind of it, it focuses on like how the Saudi Arabian culture sees women as like you know they they don't value them at all. Uh, they're not even allowed to go out in public in certain hours, so it's oh. it's a tough movie. But it was it's really good. Nice. Again, <laughs> really the socially relevant one. Um, I got some throwaways too. Come on. Yeah, sure. Okay, my two twenty four is um, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Um, so this is a fun western, uh, I don't know, I really like this one, uh... Yeah, it's great. I love how you said it was a random... Raindrops keep following on my... I know, that scene is so random! It's like, what? Alright. I love Paul Newman and Robert Redford. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're a good team in this one. Uh, I mean, Sundance is where they got... Sundance Kids where they got Sundance for the film festival. Um... It's uh, written by William Golding. Mm-hmm. It's it's a well done it's a well done movie. I guess this on my list. At two twenty four, yep. uh, Whiplash from two thousand fourteen. Ooh yeah, that's a good one. That's a great movie. Uh, intense. For yeah, for a music it, movie, it's really intense. And J.K. Simmons is. Mean as fuck. I mean, I, this is the one I really like Miles Teller in because I didn't really like him that much before this movie, and then he really, he really pulled it off in this movie as the, as the the drummer guy. Um, yeah, you're right. I I didn't pay attention to Miles yeah, Teller before Whiplash. Exactly. And J.K. Simmons. Oh God damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is a very intense movie. I I like it. Yeah, J.K. Simmons is a great villain. Yeah. Uh, so my two twenty three is Pet Cemetery. Um, so this uh, this movie Stephen King adapted the script from his own novel. Um, there's a few things in it, like some of the special effects don't when, quite. When you said Pet Cemetery, I could see Stephen King saying it. Oh yeah, yeah. Pet yeah. Cemetery. <laughs> I thought you were laughing at the like the cat that doesn't quite hold up anymore. The the little kid uh, zombie. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the way he came up with the story was um, uh, they lived. They actually lived in a house like by like the, a big highway where the the big the big trucks would go by, and his two year old actually ran toward the road, and they caught him at the last second. But he was like, "What if we didn't?" And so that was where the story was formed. I guess that's kind of spoilers, but mm-hmm. it's a very dark what if. <laughs> My 223 is a Coen Brothers movie, uh, Inside Lewin Davis from 2013. I'm a sucker for folk music, uh, Oscar Isaac. This is where he got on my radar. Um, I thought it's different for Coen Brothers. It's a different feel. It's a slow movie. Uh, John Goodman is coked out of his ass. Um, so, I mean, I enjoyed it, though. I enjoyed it. I know you didn't like it that much. But... No. <laughs> Um, you know what, I actually, I'm like trying to think about it and I keep getting confused with, uh, the jazz movie we went to earlier this year. No, I didn't see that one. I didn't see that one. Uh, 
I didn't particularly care about either. I didn't one. see the Ethan oh. Hawke one, the kind of blue one, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see I that one with you guys. Um, I wanted to yeah. see that one. I know. I think you probably would have liked it. I wasn't that into it. Um, no, this movie, this the music was also made by Mumford and Son, so I like that too. Oh, that's fun. Um, so my two twenty two is Alice in Wonderland nineteen fifty one. So gonna make clear, I'm talking about the animated Disney film. Uh, this one is another one that I really loved from when I was little. Um, I actually haven't read the book Alice in Wonderland. This is the way I know the story. Wow, yeah. Um, and Disney really created a lot of the iconic uh, imagery, like the Cheshire Cat and uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum and the Queen of Hearts and painting the, the white roses red and like all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I, I love that movie. All right, my 222 is really political and it's really deep it's from 2010 it's the expendables <laughs> this is what i thought the franchise was gonna be a throwback 80s film that was over the top gory over the top fun um but the next two suck so bad uh, i know you didn't like this one but i thought it was fun it was just a fun movie sloan directs it and it has arnold and bruce willis and stallone and their First scene together ever, so I thought that was fun. Just the ensemble, the '80s crew. Yeah, nice. Man. Um, so my two twenty one is Creep Show. So this was written by Stephen King, and directed <laughs> by George A. Romero, and it's um, an anthology movie uh, based around horror comics. It's it's, a, it's supposed to be a comedy though. Um, it's really funny. It, it, absolutely ridiculous uh so it's a bunch of different stories and oh my god they're all hilariously dark um <laughs> yeah it's fun i don't yeah. want to, i don't even want to tell you what it's really funny no i've seen like, the didn't i see that one with you yeah you've seen this one but i, I was talking to the listener right. I guess. yeah my next two are related uh 221 and 220 uh 221 is scream 3 and 220 is scream 2 Oh, wow. Yeah, those are fun movies. Uh, but I, I like the original better. Nice. It's farther up. Yeah. Probably not as high up as on mine, but... <laughs> well, we'll see. Maybe we're right on. That'd be really funny. Yeah, I really like those two. Scream 3 didn't make it on my list. Uh, but yeah, the uh, first two did. Nice. So I guess um, uh, you're 221 and 220. Well, I just did 221. So I'll Oh, did you? Okay. Uh, my 220 is The Omen, 1976. Oh, yeah. Um, so this one uh, is uh, the third in an unofficial um, demonic trilogy. Uh, I think it's also the lowest on my list of the three. Um, but it's... Uh, the, the poor miss, if you don't know about it, is uh, Damien is uh, there is a child and he he's the Antichrist and like his parents are like slowly figuring it out throughout the movie. Um, it's Richard Donner. Uh, he directed it. Um, really well done uh, horror movie. Um, it's, it's it's very dark. I like mm -hmm. it. Uh, I've seen parts of it. Yeah. 
they remade it in 2006, and it's just, eh, okay, like, whatever, why'd you do that? Um, but this one's really good. Um, there's some very creative, like, because, um, like, they don't have the kid, like, killing everybody. Like, sometimes, like, crazy accidents, quote-unquote accidents will happen. And so they have some very creative, like, oh, my God, like, random things just happen. Nice. Uh, like, one character gets impaled by a lightning rod falling off of a church. Um, <laughs> Can I just say I'm glad we waited to do this because we're already an hour in. Oh, wow. <laughs> we're already an hour in. You're kidding me. That's really funny. Okay, okay. so 219. I have another horror movie, Trick or Treat, from 2007 mm. that you showed me, another anthology. It's really funny, it's really dark, it's it's clever, it's scary. Uh, it's it's all around fun. Hopefully they make a sequel. Krampus fucking sucked, but Yeah, I don't I didn't like Krampus. But yeah, I hope they make a second one and it's as it's if it's anywhere near as good as that one, yeah. I'll be happy with it. Uh, my two nineteen is Kill Bill Volume Two. Um before when we uh before we decided that, like, you know, we had to, like, split them up, which obviously makes sense, like, you know, if mm-hmm. they're movies. I had these uh, as one movie, and I had them further up. Tar- Tarantino considers them one movie. Since yeah, I mean, I guess on that on that you could have probably said what he yeah, calls the... Yeah, but I mean, the... I like, I want to I wanna adhere to the strictness. So, yeah. um, Kill Bill Volume 1 is, is much higher up on my list. The difference, the difference, like, between, like, the Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, that's, I mean... Yeah, yeah. Um, so Kill Bill Volume 2 is very different from the first half. It's, uh, it's more brooding, it's more of a western, um, and it's much lower down for me because, um, Bill versus the Bride, which we've been building up to for four hours, is a bit of a letdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I still like, I still I really like the movie, obviously, since I included it on the list, but... It's it's nowhere near as good as the first one. Yeah, the Bill showdown is not as memorable as like you know the the kitchen scene or yeah or um, the toe you know, or yeah or the or house of the it, I mean, battle yeah I mean. yeah <laughs> so yeah at a uh, two eighteen I have Hotel Rwanda from two thousand four uh, it's a Don Cheadle movie have you heard of it oh yeah I've seen it oh okay that's I tough watched it in high school that's a yeah that's a deep very one very depressing week of class <laughs> it's a, that's a deep movie yeah a, Don Cheadle that's gives like his best performance I've ever seen him give so it's... yeah that, that definitely is his best movie I feel like well his best performance yeah like um yeah it's another I one I, it's another one I own so that's how I, I was like I remembered oh I remember that one gotcha gotcha uh, I have not watched it since I saw it in high school in the English class. It's not I one. I, it's not one I revisit. So it's... well, yeah, it's very dark, very depressing. <laughs> Although I do have a couple Holocaust movies on mine, so you know. Um, my two eighteen is the Mummy nineteen ninety nine. That's the Brendan Fraser one. Nice. Um, this is from the same director as Van Helsing, and it's on here for the same reason. As a fan of the Universal Monsters, this was a great throwback. It's a fun, cheesy action movie. Um, I thought it all really held together well, and I, I really enjoy it. My 217, I finally finished watching it. It's Dope from 2015. Oh. That was a fun movie. Uh, teenager movie. Uh, 
I just thought it was really unique. It's a good for the African American culture just to, you know, get the story out. You know, it's just a fun movie. Nice. Uh, my 217 is Planet of the Apes, 1968. Um, so I've seen this film a couple times. Now we watched it together too. Um, and I don't Man, know. we are so different. <laughs> <laughs> I Anyways. know, right? This one is like, uh, I don't know, there's so many iconic moments that like have become part of the culture. I, I just really, it's a fun movie. Um, it, it, it feels like a really long Twilight Zone episode, and I love that. Oh, man, yeah, they were way different. Okay. <laughs> At least on that one. My 216 is The Way Way Back from 2013. Oh, yeah. That was a fun movie, uh, coming-of-age movie. And I, like, I love Sam Rockwell in that movie. Yeah, he's great. Uh, Steve Carell's a fucking dick, but he's supposed to be. Yeah, he's playing against um, type. Yeah. Well, it's a fun coming-of-age movie, and I, I, I dig it. You know? Can you dig it? Good summer movie. Good summer. It is, yeah. My 216 is old school. Nice. Uh, so, <laughs> so a good Will Luke Wilson and Vince Vaughn decide to start a fraternity, and they're, they're, in, they're all in their, like, 40s. <laughs> It's an absolutely ridiculous movie. Um, it's a lot of fun. At two fifteen, Oh Brother Where Art Thou? From two thousand. I, I I love the music. I love George Clooney in it. I I love the Odyssey. Oh, uh, you know how they brought those themes in. And I love the color palette. It's like yellow. The whole movie's like gold or something. It's fun. I think Coen Brothers really nailed it. Nice. Uh, my 215 is uh, The Grand Budapest Hotel. Uh, this was from a couple years ago. This is my favorite Wes Anderson movie. Um, I don't know, Ralph Fiennes is, is uh, the uh, manager of um, The Grand Budapest Hotel that looks like, it looks like a cake. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it really looks like a cake. This is kind of the whole movie where it's like... Uh, this is for me like the epitome of of Wes Anderson. Like I, I this was the first Wes Anderson movie that like didn't just look beautiful for me. I actually connected with. I haven't seen all of them, um, but yeah. So this one I, I really enjoyed. At two fourteen, another Coen Brothers movie, Fargo, from nineteen ninety six. Nice. I still like the TV show better, but this is this is a uh, it's pretty it's, it's really well done. Yeah, I would I would say the TV show, the uh, setup is better, but I like the ending of the film better than the ending of the series. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, do you want to say anything more about Fargo? Or? I'm sure, I don't know. I'm I feel sure like you I have it too, right? I mean... So we can get through these. <laughs> uh, my 214 is what we do in the shadows. Nice. It's, uh, from the creators of Flight of the Concord, it's a vampire mockumentary. Um, if you, if you know vampire movies pretty well, which obviously I do, it's hysterical. Um, and so I, I was like, I really like this one. I want it. Uh, <laughs> I wanted it on here. At, uh, 213, I have Body Heat from 1981. Uh, it's a William Hurt, uh, kind of a mystery suspense movie. And it's also, 
has Mickey Rourke in it, a supporting role, uh, directed by Lawrence Kasdan, I believe. So, oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't realize he directed. Yeah. All right. Uh, my 213 is Gravity. Uh, Alfonso Cuaron directing. Um, it's got uh, Sandra Bullock and George Clooney. Um, that's, pretty much, that's pretty much it, right? <laughs> yeah, she's just floating in space for like most of the movie. There's like uh, another person, but you know he's going to die. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just... I I didn't see this movie in theaters. I got it. Uh, I rented it from Netflix, and I went in, and I thought I wasn't gonna like it, and I really did. So. <laughs> At two twelve, another Mickey Rourke movie, Angel Heart from nineteen eighty eight. He plays a detective uh, who's taking a case for a woman, and he encounters the devil, played by Robert De Niro. Uh, it's it's a pretty deep movie, and I enjoyed it. I haven't seen that one, but it was on Netflix. Yeah. Um, yeah, I recommend it. It's funny. I'll have to check it out. You probably like it because you know it deals with the devil. But... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like other things. It's dark. It's pretty dark. <laughs> uh, so my two twelve is the Raid Redemption. Um, I haven't so seen I haven't... those yet. Yeah, well, most people really seem to like the Raid Two. This is the Raid One. I like it way better. Uh, the Raid 2, they're trying for um, like a departed sort of thing, it seemed like. But for me, it just got too complicated, and it was like, I don't really care that much. Yeah. Where the Raid Redemption was um, the the uh, Dread film they made a few years ago. It, it was heavily based on this, and they did it way better. Um, so basically, the plot is... is uh, these police officers have to fight their way up the floors to get to the top floor. I, I don't even remember if they were a drug dealer or what was going on, but like some crime boss is on the top floor, and so they have to like you know fight floor by floor up. Um, and it's insane. It's a great movie, a lot, a lot of action, a lot of fun. At two eleven, I have the Pope of Greenwich Village from nineteen eighty four. It has Mickey Rourke and Eric Roberts as brothers who do con missions for the Mafia. It's pretty fun. Um, if you haven't seen it, I guess see it if you want. Uh, We're going to do these so fast. Well, I mean... I know, I know. Uh, if we haven't seen each other, you know we can't really talk about it too much. I mean, do um, you want to go into more detail? I mean... No, no, we should try and keep this shortish, I guess. Right. I don't know. Uh, 211 is A Shot in the Dark. It's the second Pink Panther movie, <laughs> and I, I, it's my favorite of the group. I haven't seen that uh, one. Well, yeah, it's, it's the original Peter Sellers one. The first one um, was apparently conceived as like a serious movie, but then they thought Peter Sellers was really funny, so then they made it a comedy. And it feels like that. Like The majority of the plot isn't that particularly funny. Or is this one they made is where they made Clouseau the main character? And there's a there's a bunch of ridiculous stuff happens. I love it. He ends up in a nudist colony, like, <laughs> like <laughs> At two ten I have Martin Scorsese's first feature, Mean Streets, from nineteen seventy two. Uh it also pairs him and De Niro for the first time. With uh, Harvey Keitel is also in it. It's a it's just a fun the Rolling Stones is are heavily featured in the soundtrack. Uh, 
there's not much of a plot, uh, but it's it's just about people being mean on the streets. Uh, my two ten is uh, Men in Black. Uh, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones play um, agents in um, a secret uh, government organization that deals with extraterrestrial life on Earth. Uh, if you ever see this movie, crazy, there's a cockroach. That's the best one. Over someone's skin. Yeah, that's the only one I have on the list. Um, it's a fun comedy. Uh, I just love uh, Tommy Lee Jones driving the car on top of the, uh, like, they're driving upside down over a bunch of cars, and he's just, like, singing, and Will Smith is, like, <laughs> on the roof of the car. At 209, I have What's Up, Doc, from 1972. Uh, it's a re- I just saw this recently. My mom showed it to me. It was a pretty fun uh, comedy. It's, it's... These two... There's a, there's a couple of people that are like on a honeymoon, and then they run into this girl, and then it's like a strange thing of events. And meanwhile, there's also a plot where this, these people are searching for this briefcase. So it was kind of like a fun little comedy that I haven't seen in a while. But they really don't bring that formula where it's like they're following... There's like a B story behind it, following the case, and I just thought that was it was, it was, it was really it was really smart. Got to see. Uh, my, my two hundred nine is one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Uh, so Jack Nicholson uh, is committed to an insane asylum, and um, uh, he's basically butts heads with uh, Nurse Ratchet, who's uh, got an iron fist. She's controlling the the war with an iron fist and. She, what a bitch. <laughs> so anyway, She's considered yeah. one of like the worst villains ever. I know, yeah, she really is. I hate her so much. Um, she's right up there with uh, Professor Umbridge from the Harry Potter movies for, for me. At 208... <laughs> <laughs> At 208, I have Two Days in New York uh, from 2012 starring Chris Rock and it's directed by Julie Delphi. Basically, she's dating Chris Rock, and he has to meet her French family. It's a really, it's a really good dramedy, and I saw it on Netflix. It was, pretty, it was like a couple years ago. It was really well done. Uh, my two hundred eight is Hoodwinked. It's an animated uh, retelling of um, Little Red Riding Hood, but it's set up as a uh, criminal investigation into what happened uh, that got uh, the wolf. Grandma, Little Red Riding Hood, and uh, the woodsman uh, into the situation. So the opening sequence is the, the was the climax of uh, the Little Red Riding Hood story, and then we we go back from there, and each person tells from their own point of view. It's a really funny movie. Uh, a lot of celebrity voices. I'm not going to go into it, but you know it's a good movie. At 2:07, I have Meet the Parents from 2000, the the first one. Um, I enjoyed this movie a lot. It's it's kind of weird now to watch it because they're throwing the bomb scene on the plane, but uh, <laughs> um, but uh, Robert De Niro as the the father. This is like one of his first forays into comedy, and uh, him and Stiller are pretty funny together. Uh, I I think it's the best one out of the franchise. Yeah. Okay, so funny story, I've only seen this movie once, and I saw it on a portable DVD player on a trip to South Dakota. Wow. How was it? 
I barely remember it, but I remember <laughs> enjoying it. So I, I don't remember what actually happened, but I remember laughing. So uh, my two hundred seven was the Devil's Rejects. This is uh, oh, yeah. second film. It's um, it's a direct sequel to House of a Thousand Corpses, and it finds uh, the villain characters from the first film on the run from law enforcement. Um, so uh, we got uh, Captain Spaulding, uh, the clown, one of the creepiest clowns in, in movies. Um, Rob Zombie's wife, of course, that's with them. A very sadistic ride. Um. <laughs> At 206, uh, Greenberg, 2010, which I think this is the best Ben Stiller movie, the best performance he's ever given. And it's a, it's a dramedy. Um, he plays this OCD depressant person who lives in his brother's place for six weeks and encounters the, the maid played by Greta Gerwig and he ends up like going down on her or something. And it's pretty, it's really good. Independent oh. comedy, so. Nice. My 206 is Kick-Ass. So this is, uh, directed by Matthew Vaughn. It's a, uh spoof of superhero movies where we have uh, the main character decides he's going to be a superhero but he doesn't have any powers and so basically his first time out uh he gets hit by a car and then he gets steel plates put in his body and so now he kind of has a superpower because like people hit him they hit the steel plates (laughs) (laughs) it's a really funny ridiculous movie all right 205 i have bowfinger you heard of that mm-hmm. one from from nineteen ninety nine? Steve Martin and Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy plays two people. He plays brothers, but one of them is like a movie star. And basically, Steve Martin's trying to make. He's like a washed up movie exec, and he's trying to make a movie, but he can't afford some of the stuff, so he just kind of gorilla shoots it. And Eddie Murphy's the star of the movie, but doesn't know it. It's pretty. It's a really fun comedy. Uh, my two hundred five is Mystery Men. This is another uh, superhero spoof movie. This one kind of went under people's radar, mm-hmm. but I think if it uh, came out now, um, that it kind of would probably get uh, accepted more since superhero movies are such a big thing. Um, ton of people. I, I don't even want to list them all, but there's an ensemble cast. And they all work well together. I know Ben Stiller's in it. Yeah, it's Ben Stiller, Hank Azarius, um, uh, Jeffrey Rush, uh, Janine Garofalo. Um, I don't know. This is great. I, <laughs> Jeffrey Rush has like um, his like pinky finger has like is sharpened to a point, and he like runs around and hisses with it. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> At 2.04, I have Straight Outta Compton from 2015. I re- I enjoyed this movie. I didn't know much about the NWI story or the the members, and I thought it was very, very well done. That's from last year. Nice. Uh, my 2.04 is uh, Spider-Man 2002. Uh, it's got uh, Tobey Maguire and Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. Uh... I don't know, I just, uh, this was uh, Sam Raimi's first Spider-Man movie. Uh, I mean, 
There's no chemistry between Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst, despite the upside down kiss. Uh, but it's a it's a good action movie, and it uh, I, I love the Spider Man character. So this is my favorite Spider Man movie. Um, yeah. At two o three, I have from this year a movie called American Honey, uh, starring Shia LaBeouf. I just thought it was a fun, you know, slice of life middle uh, Midwest movie. Uh, directed by a woman. That was that was fun. Nice. Uh, so my two o two and two o three kind of go together. So I'll just uh, I'll do those. Yeah, go ahead. So two o three is Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, and two o two is Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Um, so I mean, I like obviously I like the Harry Potter series, but I I put these together. Um, the reason I put uh, Goblet of Fire above Half Blood Prince is. Uh, Half-Blood Prince, it seemed like they changed a couple things due to studio interference that, like, didn't make any sense. Like, they burned down Ron's house, and you're like, but, like, all of Harry's shit is inside, and he uses it later. So, like, what the fuck? Um, and then Guy with a Fire, uh, you got the fun um, competitions, uh, and uh, I love um, I love the music on that one. Half-Blood Prince, I, lo- I really love the opening, though. Uh, and then uh, the Dumbledore zombie scene. Nice. My 202 is Me, Earl, and Dying Girl from last year, 2015. Uh, Really well-made movie. I love the cinematography. They use a lot of wide shots, but the story is really compelling, too. It's one of those cancer stories, but it's not what you think. Um, But it, you know, made me cry, so... (laughs) Yeah, that one was a good one. I I had that one uh, towards the bottom on my list, but it got knocked off. Sad. Yeah, it was very sad. Um, my 201 is uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Great uh, movie. It's a, it's a very smart, uh, very different um, romantic comedy. Um, the premise is that you can... Um, delete people from your mind um and so uh jim carrey uh i don't remember who the female lead is but uh she's deleting him so he like goes to delete her uh and then they meet again <laughs> she's in titanic uh fuck i had a crush on her man she's fucking she's like one of the best actresses we have uh Um, Kate Winslet. Yeah. Kate Winslet. Yep. The Dame. Uh, <laughs> at two hundred one, I have Swiss Army Man from this year, two thousand sixteen. <laughs> the farting corpse of Danny Radcliffe, and uh, Paul Dano's in it. A lot of fun. It's a very original movie. <laughs> you can say that again. <laughs> I had a lot of fun with that movie. So. Yeah. Uh, my 200 is The Cabin in the Woods. Uh, it's uh, directed by Drew Goddard, written by J.J. Uh, Abrams. Uh, it's got Thor in it. J.J. So. Abrams did it? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so it's a uh, smart horror comedy. So it's uh, making fun of the whole like Cabin in the Woods genre. 
of um, horror movie. Um, I won't reveal the twist, but there's a really fun uh, twist that they have on the whole thing. At 200, I have No Country for Old Men. 2007. Uh, another Coen Brothers. I, I put it so low because of the ending. I just, you know, it's mm -hmm. so well done. Javier Bardem's character is so, uh, such a badass. And then there, you know, it just didn't land, the ending. Yeah, it's not on my list because of the ending. Yeah. Maybe if you watch it, I'll be able it's to It's such a beautiful it. movie, though. Like, just the cinematography, I don't know, just... Yeah, I had to I put it on here somewhere. Yeah. That's a well-done movie. Uh, so my 199 is Step Brothers. Uh, so it's uh, John C. Riley and uh, Will Ferrell. And at 40, they become stepbrothers and like live together. And <laughs> at first, they hate each other. And then they grow to love each other like way too much. But like, I touched my drum set. <laughs> Then I, I just thought of Will Ferrell's nutsack on the drums. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, a fun movie. Really funny. My one ninety nine is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles from nineteen eighty seven. Oh. Steve Martin and uh, John Candy. I thought the it's, it's a great. That's it. That's my favorite John Hughes movie. We were talking about John Hughes. Oh yeah, I didn't realize John Hughes did that one. I really yeah, like that. Yeah, it's one. a really great movie. It's yeah. a good. It's a good holiday movie. It is, yeah. It really is. Um, so my 198 is uh, Interview with the Vampire. Um, top build on it is Tom Cruise, even mm -hmm. though he's the villain of the movie. Um, and yes, he is playing a vampire. Um, it's got um, Brad Pitt, uh, Antonio Banderas, Kirsten Dunst is a little girl, Christian Slater. Um, and I want to say Anna Rice wrote... Uh, the movie as an adaption of her own novel. Um, it, it's a little cheesy, but I really enjoy it. Um, a lot of fun. I heard good things. Yeah, well, I mean, some of the some of the shit they do, like uh, in it, I was I was just like, damn, they got some balls on them. Like <laughs> at one ninety eight, I have my first documentary, Roger and Me. 1989 by Michael Moore. It's about uh, Flint, Michigan, and it's it's hilarious. Actually, it's very funny. Uh, I saw it at, the first time I saw it was the uh, I think it was like the 20th anniversary or something. It was in Chicago. When I was at Columbia, but it was, and he was there for Q and A too. It was it was really good. Yeah. Uh, my 197 is uh, Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber, Fleet Street. I put the year 2007 because they've, they've like, filmed, like, stage versions of it, but this is the Tim Burton version with Johnny Depp and Helen Bonham Carter and Alan Rickman and Timothy Spall. Um, I mean, I, I, I like the music. The, uh, the, the violence is great. Like, I just, I love the Tim Burton-y, like, uh, blood, um, very violent. Alan Rickman is singing, which is awesome. Um, uh, I don't know. I just, this, yeah. is, this is fun. I really enjoy it. My 197 is another documentary by Michael Moore, Bowling for Columbine, in 2002. Uh, it's about gun control. Um, and it's worth it alone for watching him interview Charlton Heston and Heston kicking him out. <laughs> 
This is the most awkward <laughs> interview. I would imagine. Uh, my 196 is uh, The Ghost Rider. It's a Poyansky oh, yeah. film. Um, the, uh, it stars um, Owen McGregor as uh, the ghost writer for um, Pierce Brosnan, who plays a uh, Tony Blair-type um, character. Um, he's uh, recently left uh, be- being the prime minister, and uh, he may have had something to do with um, deporting, um, like uh, capturing and deporting someone who is suspected of being a terrorist who wasn't. And then they died under torture, um, and so it's a it's a good political thriller, um, very brooding, um, very dark, and it's, it's very well done. My one ninety six is Ruby Sparks from twenty twelve. Uh, Paul Donner plays a writer who writes an imaginary woman who comes to life, played by his, it. huh? We both had writer movies. Plays, yeah, plays played by his real life girlfriend uh, Zoe Kazan, who also wrote the film. I uh, just thought it was a fun romantic comedy, nice. supernatural thing or whatever. Kind of, yeah. Extra normal. Yeah. <laughs> um, my one ninety five is Carrie. I forgot to put the year because I forgot they remade it. But I mean the Brian De Palma. The seventies one. Yeah. yeah, the 70s one. I think it's 76, uh, but I'm not sure on that That's one. That's a really good uh, year for film. Yeah. Um, so uh, we got uh, Sissy Spacek as Carrie, which seems like the role she was born to play. She's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, um, oh, what's the mom's name? She's perfect, too. Um, I don't remember what the actress's name is. But, like, damn, the two of them great um and then of course you have the uh infamous prom scene at the end um the pig's blood mm-hmm. yeah it's really creepy and it's it's way more scary than the remake yeah i don't know why they bothered my I mean, 195 they... is another one from this year the nice guys uh russell crowe and ryan gosling uh written by shane black directed by shane black it's, i just thought it was a fun Throwback to the seventies. It's like I said, both seventies movies, kind of. Um, but uh, really well. It's real, it was nice to see Russell Crowe have a good, you know, performance for he, has, he hasn't had one in a while. That's true. I, I also really like the nice guys. Um, my uh, one ninety four is the Lion King, because I just can't wait to be king. Uh, this was also one of my favorite. Um, childhood movies uh it's basically hamlet but with lions mm-hmm. uh, jeremy irons uh scar um james Earl jones mufasa this is just a really well done movie matthew broderick is <laughs> older simba i know that's so weird <laughs> isn't um doesn't Whoopi goldberg do like the plays a hyena <laughs> My 194 is uh, Christopher Nolan's The Prestige from 2006. Nice. I thought it was a really fun magician movie. It's got his normal, like, Michael Caine's in it, Hugh Jackman, uh, Scarlett Johansson, Christian Bale. It's, it's a fun, fun movie. Yeah. Well, I don't know if fun is the right word because it's extremely dark, but... <laughs> yeah. David Bowie's in it. Yeah, he is. 
Doesn't he play the, uh, he plays Tesla, right? Yeah. Um, so my 193 is Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. So I loved uh, the Abbott and Costello movies when I was little, and my favorite uh, was understandably meet Frankenstein because you got uh, Bela Lugosi and, uh, um, fuck, um, I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. Um... Wolfman. Well, whatever. It's the original Wolfman and Dracula. Um, they, they they didn't get Boris Karloff for Frankenstein, mm-hmm. but it's just awesome that the two of them are in it. Yeah, um, we, we meant to go see that. I just, we never did, though. No, we never did. But, yeah, I, I think it's their best uh, movie, at least for me. At 193, my favorite Christopher Nolan movie, Insomnia, from 2002. Uh, Al Pacino and Robin Williams is really good in this movie as the villain. Uh, I just thought it was a really well done thriller. It is, and it's different. Uh, it's different than most of Christopher Nolan's movies. It is, yeah. It, it's really well done. Um, my one ninety two is uh, Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. Um, so this is the lowest Star Wars movie that made the list, um, mostly because of the Ewoks. Um, but I love uh, the Jabba's Palace opening mm-hmm. uh, to the barge finale to that plot line. And then uh, Emperor and Luke and Vader on the Death Star. Is, it's classic. That, that sequence is probably one of the best in film history, like honestly. Um I don't know, I, I just, I love it. It's a perfect ending for the for the trilogy, that scene. Yeah. My 192 is Killing Them Softly from 2012. It's a Brad Pitt movie, and also Gandolfini's in it. Um, I just thought it was a, a unique crime movie because it's it's very political. I just, I, Ray Liotta's in it, too. He's got a really... Interesting spoiler scene. <laughs> if you haven't, seen, I don't know if you've seen it. But... I haven't seen it. No. Oh, okay. Um, my one ninety one is Saw. Um, so this is uh, James Wan's uh, first movie. Obviously, it launched a franchise that was mostly shit. Was there seven but, of them? At least, yeah. I think they're making an eighth one. Um, but the first one's actually a really good thriller, um, that doesn't show much horrific violence, um, that changes, uh, going forward, but, um, it's a, it's a, I think it's a really well done movie, um, also, they made it in, like, a week, um, very low budget, they don't even have enough money to show any exteriors, and so it's just very cool, like, looking back on it, like, uh, how it launched that is cool yeah. uh, him and Lee Wannell's careers but uh, an eight film franchise now my 191 is Fury from 2014 uh, Brad Pitt Shia LaBeouf Michael Pena John Barenthal Logan Lehrman uh, it was a really good David Ayer film uh, mm-hmm. it's gritty it grew on me. I didn't like it at first, but then in the second viewing and the third viewing, you know, it got a lot better. 
Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I, the, I, only, the only thing I did I don't like still is the the laser can like the yeah yeah Star I, Wars I don't type. Quite like that. But um, I guess but, that's how they looked. I don't I don't know though if that's true. I think that's just David Ayer's thing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, my uh, one ninety was the Avengers twenty twelve. Um, this is the first time we got to see uh, Iron Man and Captain America and Thor. Uh, Hulk, Hawkeye, Scar- not, uh, not Scarlet Johansson, uh, Black Widow, um, all together for the first time. Uh, Loki is the villain. He's probably the MCU's best villain right now. Um, just a good Wood Joss Wheaton movie. Mm-hmm. Nerdgasm. It was, yeah, it, it, it was a milestone. I think it was like one yeah. of the first films to gross two hundred million in one weekend. Yeah. Uh, my one ninety is Inglorious Bastards from two thousand nine. Uh, Tarantino's not a uh, revenge kill Hitler movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was a fun movie. Uh, yeah. I I I think it's like at least half of it's like foreign too because you know a lot of it's a different language yeah. like German and French and and this is the rise of Christoph Waltz. Yeah, can I also say I love that Mike Myers is in it for like no yeah. reason. <laughs> and it works too. Yeah, no reason. No reason. <laughs> um, Samuel L. Jackson's in it too with a voiceover. Oh yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Um, my 198 is Stand By Me. Uh, you mean 189? Another... Yeah, 189, sorry. Um, a little bit dyslexic, I don't know. That's okay. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, another King Adaption. Uh, this one is, um, not typical King stuff. I mean, it is, uh, kids, uh, which he, he writes about a lot, but, um, there's no supernatural occurrences. It's just, uh, they're looking for a body. Um, and it's a it's a good coming of age movie, uh, directed by Rob Reiner. My one eighty nine is Fight Club, from nineteen ninety nine. Um, really great twist, really well made movie. Brad Pitt and Edward Norton are phenomenal. Meatloaf's great, even. Uh, <laughs> it's a good it's a good movie. Fuck, uh, who's the director? Uh, he did a uh, girl with red tattoo, man. He did yeah, uh, social David network. Fincher. David Fincher, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I like Fight Club a lot. It's actually further up on mine. Uh, my one eighty eight is uh, in the name of the Father. Um, so this is based on a is that Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, Daniel Day Lewis, Emma Thompson. Um, Daniel Day Lewis is um, he lives in Belfast during the height of the IRA and um, he's like on a roof stealing uh, sheet metal and is mistaken for an IRA member by the British uh, like police that are in Belfast and so his family is like you gotta get the hell out of here so they send him to London and um, while he's in London in another part of London there's an IRA bombing of a uh, soldier bar and so they arrest him and his whole family, saying they're terrorists, and they they plan the attack. And then um, Emma Thompson is his lawyer, trying to get them off. Wow. Um, and we find out uh, toward the end of the movie 
they knew all along that they didn't do it. They were just using them as scapegoats. Wow. Um, they literally had evidence that they didn't do it. Uh, so it's a really well done movie. It will piss you off about the justice system. <laughs> now, you're, now you're getting political. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, well, his father is put in maximum security prison with him. Um, so, I mean, yeah. So that's, why, that's where the title comes from. He's trying to clear his family. Oh, okay. his, his father especially. My 188 is That Thing You Do from 1996. Oh, shit, I love that Tom movie. Tom Hanks' uh, directorial debut, and the music is great. It's, a thrill. It's, it's pretty much the rise of the Beatles, in a way. Yeah, but if the Beatles were a one-hit wonder. Right. Yeah, that and that just the song that thing you do is really mm-hmm. good. The whole soundtrack's really pretty good. It really is, yeah. I really like that movie. I I wish I had remembered it because <laughs> I put it on here. Yeah, that one and the Lost Boys are two I forgot about. Uh, that would have made it on here, uh, but obviously didn't. Um, so my uh, one eighty seven is uh, Tropic Thunder. Mm, nice. So this is. Um, it's about a group of actors trying to make a Vietnam movie, and um, so the director like brings them out into the jungle, and uh, then dies. <laughs> they think they're still making a movie, but they're really lost in the jungle. <laughs> uh, ben Stiller, Jack Black, Robert Downey Jr. in blackface. Oh yeah. Uh, Steve Coogan, um, Dan- not Danny Elfman, um, Danny McBride. Um, uh, That's pretty much it. I mean, yeah, there's a bunch Tom of Cruise. Movies. Yeah, Tom Cruise in what my mom has often said is uh, Academy Award worthy performance. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Robert Downey Jr. got nominated. Is he really? Yeah. I think people would have been pissed off if he won. I mean, he was great, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I think it was okay because he's playing a white guy playing a black guy, and it's like every and all the other characters are. And like, he's Australian. He's supposed to be Australian. <laughs> yeah, he's like a spoof of Mel Gibson too. For yeah. Parts of, like. <laughs> My one eighty seven is Toy Story three from twenty ten. Um, that's just a great. I, I don't know if they should make any more of these because it was such a great ending. Yeah, it really was. Um. It, yeah, it's, it, it, yeah, I got my heartstrings going. Yeah, oh my god, the ending. Especially for a, a third movie. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, I like the second one, but it's not as good as the first one, but this one is, is pretty damn close. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't include it on my list just uh, because I'd already included the first one, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, I got the first one on here. I don't have the second one. Yeah, well, yeah, the second one is the weakest of the three. Um, as much as I love it, because they, it has uh, Zerg, the the Buzz Lightyear yeah. villain. Um, so what my uh, 186 is Hot Fuzz. Nice. Uh, this is the second in uh, the Coronado trilogy. Um, and in this one, um, uh, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg are, are uh, police officers on a small-town police force. Really funny. It's making fun of the whole police buddy cop genre. Um, it's well done. 
My 186, I'm sure that you don't have it on your list. My Big Fat Greek Wedding from 2002. <laughs> this is actually a really smart comedy um, about the, the Greek lifestyle. And, and I got my first kiss in this movie. <laughs> so I guess nostalgia pick and it was, it was fun, but the sequel was, was terrible. Um, so what my 185 is up in the air. Nice. Um, smart romantic comedy. Um, I, I did not expect the ending. <laughs> uh, George Clooney, Vera Farmaggi, uh, they, they both like, um, they're both, they both travel a lot, so they end up meeting on planes. Um, it was just well done. I really like it. Yeah. 185 for me, this is going to be controversial, Jaws from 1975, um, good movie, some people think it's great, I think it's, I think it's good, uh, I like the behind the scenes story more than uh, the actual movie, like how it, the shark model wasn't what they thought, and like, because Spielberg wanted to use the shark in the beginning, you know, he didn't want to. Sh he wanted to show the shark instead of waiting. But I think waiting actually helped the film. You know. Yeah, it definitely helped the movie. The suspense. It would, yeah, yeah, it's a well done movie. I have it higher than you do. And it was the first blockbuster considered the first blockbuster. Yes. Yeah, and it's Spielberg's first movie. Yeah. Uh, so my one eighty four is uh, Stranger Than Fiction. Um, Will Ferrell finds out that he's a fictional character. Fuck, that's one uh, that I forgot, dude. That, yeah, I, that should be on my list. Right? I just love this movie. So he has to find the author of his life before she kills him. Um, <laughs> it's just it's just such a great concept. It's a great cast. It's oh, really great fun. cast. That's my favorite Maggie Gyllenhaal movie. Mine is Donnie <laughs> Duck. But, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's her, that's my favorite role for her. She, like, she's yeah, yeah. She's a much better role in that than uh, Donnie Darko or Dark Knight, which yeah. I'm a little higher than uh, Stranger Than Fiction. Right. My one D four, which probably shouldn't be here, I'd probably have to move it down or not or take it off the list, put something else like Stranger Than Fiction in here. But it's Dodgeball, a true mm -hmm. underdog story, two thousand four. Oh, it's still it's, it's a hilarious movie. Uh, yeah, ben, ben Stiller, Vince Vaughn, but. I think it's. I don't know if it should be on the list still. Now that we're two hours in, it actually was uh, on my list, but Wedding Crashers knocked it off. So, uh, yeah, I like that one. Um, so my one eighty three is Creed. Nice. Um, so it's uh, what the uh, seventh installment in the Rocky franchise. Yeah, technically. Um, and definitely the best aside from the original. Um, really well done. Um, yeah, like Ryan Coogler and, uh, he just did a great job directing. Uh, I love, I love that a lot of the fight scenes are like one take. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the most intense boxing scenes definitely of the, of the franchise. Yeah. Um, if not ever made, ever filmed before. Yeah. And then just great characters. Like, they, everybody did a really good job. Um, and we got to see Stallone vulnerable again. Yeah. 
Uh, so that was really cool. My 183 is Mars Attacks from 1996. <laughs> I love this film. It's 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 so much fun. I know people don't like it, but I I enjoy it. That's Tim Burton. It's fun. It's Tim Burton, and it's Tim Burton at it at, at one of his best. Um, yeah. Okay, so I want to say it came out the same year as Independence Day, and it's spoofing it Independence Day. It did. So somebody must have gotten a hold of that script and like written Mars Attacks like as quickly as possible to get that out in the same year. But <laughs> I think it's based on a a card game. Really? Yeah, it says other thing credit says based on the cards by Tops, and they actually sell them in Walmart. I've seen Mars Attacks cards. Wow. Um, Jack Nicholson plays two roles: the president yeah, yeah. and like this crazy casino owner. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a it's a fun movie. It's over the top, and I love it. Yeah, it is a fun movie. Uh, so my uh, one eighty two, guess I could have read it with Creed, but uh, my one eighty two is Rocky. Okay. Uh, so this is uh, I struggled over which to put on top. I put Rocky on top of Creed just because it's the original. Yeah, it's um, tough. Yeah, and uh, I mean. There's so many fun things about Rocky. Like, uh, now that I actually, like, because, like, okay, so I thought I'd actually seen Rocky, but I saw, like, Rocky 3 or something. <laughs> um, so this one I like a lot better than uh, Rocky 3. Um, it's, it's a fun boxing movie. Uh, great underdog story. I love the music. The music is so good. Mm-hmm. Um I love the, the, the improvised, someone gave him a, a orange. Yeah, <laughs> and the montage, yeah. Yeah. It's low budget. Yeah, very low budget. Well written. Uh, I, I just think it's awesome that he wrote, he wrote yeah. the movie. It, it definitely gave me a new appreciation for Stallone. Nice. Uh, my 182 is Captain America Civil War from this year, 2016. <laughs> Um, great fucking movie. Um, probably one of the best superhero movies that we've had. Uh, especially that airport scene. The introduction yeah. of Black Panthers and the new Spider-Man. Um, uh, and the inner conflict. I just wish they would have maybe gone farther. With, but yeah. I know they want to sell as many tickets as they can. They won't do it rated R. Well, I wish they would have more lasting stakes. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, really well done. I actually have it higher up on the list, so I guess yeah. I can't even say anything. But uh, <laughs> uh, so my one eighty one is uh, Star Trek two thousand nine. Um, we you you already talked about. It. I don't mm-hmm. think there's much more to add. My one eighty one and one eighty and one seventy nine are all they're a trilogy. Uh, it's the. Uh, before movies by Richard Licklater, before Sunrise, before Sunset, before Midnight. So 181 is Before Midnight from 2013. And these star Julie Delphi and uh, Ethan Hawke. This is the third installment where they they fall in love in Before Sunrise from 1995. And then they they can't get together because they live in different countries. So then Before Sunset they finally re-encounter re- each other in 2004. And I just, I like these movies because they're time capsules. Like, Link Linklater loves doing this. 
with his movies. He loves having these realistic moments. So the characters actually age with Ethan Hawke and Julie Delphi. So when we get to before midnight, they're married and they have like children. So we catch, we just catch up with them. Whereas in before sunset, which is 180 on my list, that they reunite and they decide to be together finally. And then before sunrise is 179 uh, on my list at from 1995. So nice. I guess we'll have to get your three now or your. Okay, so it's 180. Yeah, 180. 179 and then uh, 178. No, no, one. I just did 181, 180, 179. Oh, okay. So yeah, I was ahead of you. So, so I just did, yeah, it's two okay. more. So my 180 was uh, Scrooged. Um, this is my favorite version of A Christmas Carol. Bill Murray is uh, the Scrooge role. It's set in, um, well, for the time, it was, it was modern day, obviously, since the film's, you know, in, like, older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not anymore. But he plays a TV executive who um, gets taught basically the same lessons as Scrooge. It's hilarious. This is my favorite Christmas movie. I wish I hadn't had you turn it off, because I... I don't know what was wrong with me. I had like a bad mood or something. But. <laughs> yeah, it might have been. I don't know. I, this is one of those that I thought you would love, but you you had me turned off. So you know. Yeah, I feel oh. bad about that. Sorry. <laughs> it's cool, man. I do. Oh, I do. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't think I don't think I gave it a good shot. Yeah, I just love um, the first spirit. Uh, is like she like floats around. And she like. Uh, Close him, close your eyes, and then she flies over and kicks him in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just stupid shit like that, but like it actually has a lot of heart uh, too. So it's it's a well done movie. And then uh, one seventy nine is Zombieland, which we already nice. talked about. So uh, my one seventy eight is the three ten the Yuma remake from two thousand seven uh, with Russell Crowe and Christian Bale. Great, it's a great remake. It's a great western. Uh, I don't have the original on here because this is. I think this is better, and it's done by the same James Mangold who did uh, Copland and is doing Logan. Oh shit! Wait, the, he did uh, shit. Okay, I'm even more excited for Logan now. I didn't realize he did Copland. Yeah, and he did the the Wolverine. Oh okay. Logan looks way better than the Wolverine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, even though I enjoyed the Wolverine. And the, and 310 the Human and Copland are both rated R, so Logan is rated R, so it's, it's, it's definitely yeah. in his wheelhouse. That's awesome. Um, so uh, my 178 is Mrs. Doubtfire. Nice. Um, it's one of my favorite Robin Williams movies. Um, it has so much heart. It's so funny. Chris Columbus, right on. It's, it's great. My 177 is Unforgiven, another Western from 1993. Uh, Clint Eastwood, Morgan Freeman, Gene Hackman, uh, Richard Harris. Mm-hmm. Great fucking movie. Uh, now thinking yeah. about it, I probably should have put it higher. But <laughs> Yeah, I have, I have it higher on that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's considered one of the best. Well, yeah, it, it uh, took the Western genre and it, um, it like, shot happy endings in the face. You know, it took it took Westerns and was like, 
here's a very realistic look at what the West would have been like. And I think that was very cool. Mm-hmm. I think it won Best Picture that year, oh, didn't yeah. it? Oh, yeah. And Best Director. Yeah. It's, it's a really well done movie. I love that movie. Um, so my 177 is Help, the uh, Beatles second album. Oh, that's meant the Help. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Uh, the Beatles film Help. Um, the plot is um, this cult has a sacrificial ring that they put on somebody, and then they have to paint them red, and they're going to kill them. But she's sent it to Ringo of the Beatles, and so now they're going after Ringo to sacrifice him. <laughs> so the movie... The plot is ridiculous. The movie is fun. The music is great. It, it's it's a fun ride. There's so much like um, there's so many things that for me are just great and iconic. They actually flew a piano onto the Swiss Alps. Like you know, this is uh, the Beatles just having fun and being like, "Who gives a shit? Let's just do whatever." All right, at one seventy six, another Clint Eastwood movie, Gran Torino from two thousand eight. <laughs> have you seen this one? I haven't seen this one actually. I've heard it's really good. Yeah, it's he plays a really racist old man. Yeah, uh, I heard that too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh set in like a rough Detroit suburb and uh it deals with like gangs and change. So it's really deep. It's kind of it's a good movie. Okay. I got a question. Should we? Should this be the break at one seventy five? Yeah, sure. We're already two hours in, so. Well, okay. I didn't do my one seventy six. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was. Just... All right. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's definitely break after this though. Um. So my one seventy six is uh, Macbeth, nineteen seventy one. This is uh, Polanski's version of Macbeth, made in the wake of his wife's murder, his pregnant wife's murder by the Manson family. Um, this is one of the darkest versions of Macbeth. Um, in fact, at the end of it, he implies that it's cyclical and, and uh, uh, the witches are going to cause another rebellion. Um, <laughs> really bloody, um, really dark, very well done. Um, this is my favorite version of the play nice. done, done on film. I haven't seen it. Yeah, so you want to break there? So, stay tuned for the next 175 and on. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, it's already 11.30? We have returned to capture the 175 and on. <laughs> for the next half hour or so. <laughs> yes. I'm already recording. Okay, cool. All right. You want to do... What's your 175? My 175 is Hacksaw Ridge from this year. Uh, This is a great war film. It's a unique war film. It's... A... I guess, what do they call them? One of those... Objectioners... Conscious yeah. objector. Uh, amazingly, he wasn't thrown out. He actually enlisted 
and but he wasn't you know they they wanted to get him out of there but he he ended up saving like a hundred people and Hacksaw Ridge was considered one of the most deadliest areas of the World War Two and so I, I had no idea about the story and usually World War Two films are about you know the Nazis and this was the Japanese. Um, oh, it was. I didn't realize that. Yeah, Japanese. Yeah, Japanese. Um, oh, okay, that's awesome. So yeah, yeah is they don't tend to have movies about the Pacific. That's what I'm War. saying. Is is a different kind of war film. Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, cool. I definitely want to see it for an objectioner or whatever, or a pacifist, or whatever you want. I mean, they show a lot of fucking violence. <laughs> Um, but it, Andrew Garfield, uh, he, he was amazing. Nice. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, my 175 is uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens. Uh, so this is the newest one in the franchise. It follows the same beats as uh, the original, so I uh, put it lower down than that one. <laughs> Holy shit. I I don't know. I really enjoyed it. It's a fun film. Um, I really like. They did they did pretty much everything right. Um, so I I really enjoyed the film. Okay, I'm trying to see where I put it. I'm sure you had it much higher because I don't think we've gotten to any of the Star Wars yet on yours. No, at one seventy four, is Little Miss Sunshine from two thousand six. <laughs> nice. Um, like we already talked about, you know, a great independent comedy. Nice. Uh, my 174 is uh, Downfall. This is a German film about uh, the last days of Hitler's life in the bunker. Um, really well done. Uh, this the, the scene of Hitler screaming is... Uh, <laughs> That's the only part I've seen. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's used a lot as, uh, for comedy, but... Um, it's a really well done done movie. Um, I don't know. It, it's uh, interesting aspects of World War II. Um, really good performances all around, and uh, I was surprised by it. I didn't think it was going to be as good as it as it was. So. My one seventy three is the drop from twenty fourteen. I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, Tom Hardy, James Gandolfini. Uh, Numi, what's her name? Numi. Is that her name? Is Numi? Is that her nope. name? Yeah, is that that's who it was, right? Is it? I don't even remember. I don't know, but she was in Prometheus. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was a great uh, crime movie, but I particularly like the twist of Tom Hardy just brutally like killing someone in the bar spoilers but <laughs> yeah uh, so my 173 is one I'm sure you've never heard of the name of the rose so this is a it's a murder mystery set at a um, Franciscan Abbey in the Middle Ages and Sean Connery is there to solve the murder he's a monk and uh, oh, his, I think like, I've seen the photo of it like a yeah, and his like trainee monk is uh, Christian Slater, um, and, and uh, 
F.W. Murray or whatever his name is is, is in there. Um, so is Ron Perlman in one of his early roles. Um, I, I don't know. It's just a really well done murder mystery. Um, yeah, I, I read the book and then I saw this movie and I, I thought it was a really well done adaption. Uh, so I really like that movie. My 172 is Dallas Buyers Club from 2013. Uh, this started the reconnaissance. Yeah. <laughs> That's a uh, it's 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 about AIDS, HIV and AIDS. Uh, it's 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 really well done. Uh, Jared Leto is very good in it. Uh, Connie is great. Uh, Jennifer Garner is even pretty good in it. Uh, it's, it's it's a really good character character piece. Uh, my one seventy two is uh, Batman nineteen eighty nine. Uh, you got uh, Michael Keaton in his first turn Batman, uh, Jack Nicholson's Joker, uh, Tim Burton directing. It's a really well done blockbuster, and it uh, it changed Batman in the public consciousness because people kind of thought of it as uh, the like '60s Adam West TV show up until that point. But uh, Tim Burton really brought the uh, Frank Miller, oh, yeah. Alan Moore type feel to the to the films. Definitely. My one seventy one is Zack and Mary make a porno uh, from two thousand eight. Uh, this is a great romantic comedy. I mean, the name kind of turns people off, but I think it is it's unique. It's a sex romantic comedy. Seth oh, Rogen, it's one of Seth Rogen's best. Uh, one of Kevin Smith's best movies. Um, so many funny moments, and it's, it's it's loosely the origin of Clerks. That's funny. Uh, my one seventy one is uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One. Um, if any of the Harry Potter movies be, can be considered to have an indie feel. This one, uh, this is the uh, beginning of the end. It's basically just them searching for Baltimore's Horcruxes. Um, this is the one where I feel like you actually finally got on board with it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of funny. That Probably because it has an indie feel. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this one, it feels like, is where David Yates got complete creative control of the franchise because uh, for like the first two it seemed like the studio was interfering a little bit at points uh, this one it doesn't feel like they interfered at all um, it's the one where Ralph Fiennes finally figures out how to play Voldemort um, and it's just it's very dark uh, very dramatic ending with uh, Voldemort getting the Elder Wand mm-hmm. uh, yeah I love that movie my 170 is another Kevin Smith movie, Dogma, from 1999. Uh, really well done, really well wit- written, uh, funny comedy about religion. Um, great cast, there's a huge ensemble, as even Star Wars people, Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill. But no, that's never mind, that's, that's James Hadlop's right back, sorry. <laughs> but um, Alan Rickman's in it, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. Um, Alanis Morissette plays God, so it, it, it's it's just a fun, it's a fun yeah. comedy. I forgot about that one. I wish I had included it's it. It's an it's an intelligent comedy. It's, 
Yeah, it's really funny. Um, my 170 is The Terminator. Uh, James Cameron directing. Uh, Arnold's first turn is The Terminator. Um, got all sorts of classic stuff going on in there. I'll be back. Uh, some, like, the first group of lines that, like, Arnold just repeated on Whistley once he became kind of a parody of himself. Um, yeah. but his really, new his new phrase for the apprentice is "You're terminated." Yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, so it's it's a well done uh, sci-fi thriller, um, and definitely the second best movie in the Terminator franchise. My one sixty nine is uh, "Stripes" from nineteen eighty one, Bill oh. Murray comedy. Um, I think that just this movie can be underrated sometimes it just or just forgotten in the Bill Murray catalog mm-hmm. uh, written by Harold Ramis I don't know if he directed it or not but he's also in it um, but well, it, he didn't yeah but it, he's really it's he's really it's really funny it's really funny comedy yeah. uh, I forgot it too yeah but yeah that one is good um, my 169 is 2001 A Space Odyssey um, this is a weird-ass movie. Um, this is definitely not one that, like, I don't know, like, I, I came in and the first time I watched it, I did not like it. Um, and then I had, um, uh, a relative explain it to me, and I went and watched it again, and I was like, alright, I like it better. Um, and then I watched it again, and I was like, alright, I, I, I actually really like it now. <laughs> So it's uh, a movie that um, it asks you to think a lot. It asks mm-hmm. you to interpret what's going on. It asks you to... I think, I think that's why I've avoided it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It makes you work to figure out what the hell is going on. And if you can, you know, put the work in, I think it's worth it. But, you know, it, it's it's uh, Stanley Kubrick um, not... Uh, not uh, making it audience friendly, I guess. <laughs> My one sixty eight is uh, National Lampoon's Vacation from nineteen eighty three, uh, the very first one where they go to uh, Moose World or Wally World. Um, Chevy Chase is Clark Griswold. I mean, it just it just they made like three other sequels after this, but it, it, this is a really funny movie. Also, I think Harold Ramis did direct this one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. I have not seen it, but I, I should. Yeah, it's pretty funny. My one sixty-eight is Sing Street from this year. Um, it was a really good movie. I um, I actually bought uh, Drive it like, Drive It Like You Stole It. Um, so it's it's a surprisingly good movie. Yeah, it really is. I uh, great music, uh, great story. Um, it's all about um. The kid going to Catholic school and like not being afraid to be different and like that hits home for me, you know. <laughs> so, uh, I uh, I really liked it. Um, it, was, it was well done. Drive it like stone. Keeping up with comedies on my list, uh, one sixty seven is Animal House from nineteen seventy eight. Also, Harold Ramis wrote it, co wrote it, or whatever. But just a fun. You know, movie, I think that's kind of what old school was going for was an Animal House type feel with the fraternities and stuff. 
Yeah. Um, just a fun movie. Uh, classic 70s. It really started that whole bro comedy thing. It really did, yeah. Uh, my one sixty-seven is uh, fourteen oh eight. There's another King adaption. Uh, John Cusack, Samuel Jackson. John Cusack talks to a fridge. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this movie, I just love the sheer ballsiness of it. So it's like it's a haunted house story, but set in a hotel room. And literally the entire movie is John Cusack alone in a hotel room being driven insane. Like, <laughs> I love that. That is just great. Like, the room is psychologically torturing him. And I just love that they made that. Like, Yeah, they, I, went, they I, went there. Yeah, I love that they went there. It is, it's like, darkly funny throughout, like, 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 like you said, like John Cusack yelling into a refrigerator. Um, it is such a mindfuck movie. It, it's so crazy. And I just, I think it's one of the best King adaptions. I just, I love it. <laughs> I think it's a really underrated uh, movie that pe most people like don't talk about or have kind of forgotten. But I think it's one of King's best adaptions. My... 166 is Glory from 1989 with uh, Matthew Broderick, Denzel Washington, Morgan Freeman. It's I was trying to look up the the war it was in. Uh, it's the 54th Massachusetts Volunteer Infantry story. I, I don't know what war it was. It looks like revolutionary, honestly. But... I don't know, I haven't seen it. So. Great movie. Um, powerful scenes. It's Yeah, it's one of those that's not really well known. I don't know why, but it's, it, Denzel and Morgan Freeman give great performances. This this one really, I think this one put Denzel... I think this might have been just before Malcolm X, but it was... Denzel, really, this is like his coming out party. Um, it's really, really well done, recommended. I saw it in school. Oh, wow. Rated R. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. Um, my 166 is Insomnia, 2002, the Christopher Nolan film. I, I think we already talked about it. You had it on. Mm -hmm. uh, I had it a little lower. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. I don't think there's much else to say about it. My 165 is Room from 2015 last year. <laughs> What the fuck, man? That this fucking movie. That is, yeah, dark as fuck. Yeah, I. I did not expect it to be. I mean, I expected it to be dark, but I didn't expect it to be that like intense. And uh, Brie Larson is great, and the 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 little boy is great. Mm -hmm. Jacob Tremblay. It was just a powerful movie, and I was surprised that it was a, somebody made it up. I thought it was a true story. Yeah. I guess it could be. Yeah, I mean, it probably has happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my 165 is Copland. Nice. There's a movie you showed me. Uh, I think it's really good. Um, it's I think underrated. It, yeah, it really is underrated. I think this might be my favorite Stallone movie. I don't yeah. think I have higher than this. So, uh, yeah. Um, it's a really well done crime thriller. Um, a lot of 
uh, cool twists, great cast, um, great climax. Mm-hmm. Um, really well done. Movie. And it's not too long. No, yeah, it's it's relatively short. It's like two hours. Yeah. I think. My one sixty four is the Social Network from twenty ten. I feel like uh, that yeah. came out. I feel like that came out yesterday, but twenty ten. Um, <laughs> he, I wish I had David that. Fincher made this movie suspenseful, and it's about an internet network. Yeah, and a, a programmer, and I think That's it's a, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Andrew Garfield's great in it. Jesse Eisenberg's even great in it, and. Even uh, Army Hammer, who played the Lone Ranger and stuff, like he plays. Yeah. He's actually pretty good as one of the twins, or whatever. Or does he play both twins? I don't know. Yeah. But it it was, it was really good. It was really good. The Zuckerberg story, and even Justin Timberlake's okay in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as Napster. <laughs> um. My 164 is Evil Dead, 1981. Uh, I gotta see those. Sam Ramey's first movie. Um, I actually ended up rewatching it twice this year. Um, but uh, it, it's really good. Um, really crazy. It's very bloody. Uh, it's funny. Um, it's just it's just really well done. It, it, the sheer sadisticness of like what he puts Bruce Campbell through is just great. <laughs> My one sixty three is District Nine from two thousand nine. Uh, I don't think the is his name Noah Brumblack or something like that, but uh, I don't think the guy has has been this has been to this has recaptured this magic as he did in this sci fi movie. It's sort of documentary, which makes it feel real. Um, and just the transformation of this guy turning into the, one of the aliens. Is, it's just a unique movie. It's also produced by Peter Jackson. It's a, it's a great film. Yeah, it really is. Um, so my 163 is Zach and Make a Porno. Uh, I agree with everything you said. I don't think I have anything to add. Nice. But I think that's my favorite Kevin Smith movie. Nice, dude. I, I know it's not yours, but... It's one of them. Yeah. Uh, 162 for me, Up in the Air, from 2009. You talked about it. Yeah. Um, very intelligent movie. Mm -hmm. uh, 162 for me is Fight Club, which you uh, talked about. My 161 is Juno, from 2007. This was a... It's, it's a very good romantic comedy. It deals with uh, teenage pregnancy and adoption. Um, it's written by a former stripper, Diablo Cody. And <laughs> she won <laughs> she won the Academy Award that year. Wow. So, I mean, I thought it was a very, very well casted. Ellen uh, Page, that's her name, right? Uh, and uh, Michael Sarah. Okay. I, I want to tell you the story of how I saw this movie. So uh, I saw it in health class uh, as a freshman <laughs> in high school, and um, it was just too close to home for me, so I didn't really like it. But, really? Um, too close to home? What do you mean? 
I was just like, oh shit, like what if you got a girl pregnant and then like she wanted she doesn't want an abortion, she wants to keep it and then like <laughs> It's a trap. Right? That's what I was thinking. I was like, God damn. Fucking hey. I thought it, I thought it was well I thought it was fun. That was a fun movie. Like, I guess like know, I, I can see how you think that, yeah. I saw it out of high school, so Right, I guess that's one we sure. disagree on. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing if I watched it today, I'd probably be fine with it, but, you know, I don't know. Um, it is a little weird when uh, Jason Bateman tries to court Ellen Page and she's pregnant. I don't even remember that. That was a very weird scene in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> he's married I, He's married I, to Jennifer Garner. They're about to I adopt this kid. So, you know. They're about, uh, to adopt, they're about to adopt the kid, and he's, like, hitting on her. Anyway. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, my 161 is Kingsman, The Secret Service. This movie is hilarious, and it's just insane. Like, I, I love that. They just, like, went completely crazy. It's a, it's a spoof, uh, like, James Bond spy-type movie. And I don't know. It's just really fun, really funny. Um, I, I thought everybody did a really good job acting in it and it just really worked real well for me. It's another Matthew Bond movie. My 160 is Capote from 2005. Uh, this is the definitive performance by Philip Seymour Hoffman. He plays Truman Capote and it's right in the middle of when he's writing In Cold Blood. Uh, I just really, I really like the the dark feel and he, he's just interviewing the the uh the prisoners and stuff and this is a really really deep movie character piece i also saw that on an english class wow yeah <laughs> after we read uh, in cold blood okay that makes sense yeah um, so my 160, in complete contrast to yours, is uh, Dark Shadows 2012. <laughs> We're not even close to matching up. <laughs> I know, yeah. Um, so a lot of people don't like this movie, and I don't give a fuck. I love this movie. I think it's hilarious. Um, I was a, I was a fan of the original TV show, but um, I watch it as a comedy. Like, I love when a fly lands on Jonathan Frid's face and he keeps giving a monologue. Or, like, a large chunk of the set falls down and they just keep going with the scene. <laughs> and, like, shit like that. Like, that, I love that. And, like, that made it on the air. Um, <laughs> like, so, uh, this I thought was really funny and well-written. Um, I, I thought everybody did a really good job. Uh, I, I, Johnny Depp is so funny in it um 16 and no children <laughs> you, you must get yourself a husband for your birthday. the trailer the trailers were hilarious i will say yeah i mean i think the problem was is because like there's a large portion of okay so like most people don't know the show but the audience that's still around like i'm gonna say most of them actually like the show just like you know not for, as a comedy so like they alienated a lot of the audience with it um 
So, I mean, there's very few people that this movie was made for. I'm one of them. <laughs> well, same with my 159. There's many few people that probably didn't like it too much. Uh, Brokeback Mountain from 2005. Um, I... I I saw it twice in theaters, and I don't know I don't know why, but I enjoyed the movie. Uh, Ang Lee, I just thought it was, it's a beautiful film. Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal give great performances, and they're lovers. Um, but the shots are amazing, and it's, some of the visuals still stick with me. And the story is, it's, it's tragic. So, I mean, overall, it's a well-done movie. I haven't actually seen it except for uh, the uh, scene that you showed me. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> I said the Jake. I wish <laughs> I knew how to quit you. <laughs> there it is. Um, so my one fifty nine is Zodiac uh, by David Fincher. Hey, it's a Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Yeah, this is. It's got Robert Downey Jr. and um, Mark Ruffalo as well. Um, and uh, the actor who plays uh, Arthur Lee Allen, who they concluded the Zodiac Killer, is uh, on Freak Show later is Twisty the Clown. Oh, that's fun. Um, but yeah, this is like a this is a three hour epic, and it just it gives you like the facts of the Zodiac case and like goes into the investigation. Um, I thought it's a good it was movie. really well done. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, it's a good serial killer movie. Um, obviously, the case was never like officially solved, so they present uh, what they think happened, who they think the killer was. Um, but obviously, there's no definitive ending. Um, I, I thought it was a really well done movie, and I, I like it a lot. My one fifty eight is Dead Poet Society from nineteen eighty nine. It's one that I saw in school for the first time, but it. I did too. It's a great movie. Uh, Rob Williams is great as a teacher, and the students are great. It's just, it's just a great story. It's also tragic, uh, <laughs> dark as fuck. Yeah. Uh, but it's a, it's, it's, it's a really good movie. It still holds up. Carpe uh, diem. Yeah. My 158 uh, is also a coming-of-age story. It's uh, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Um, this is when uh, David Yates takes over as director for the series. Um, this is where um, the Ministry starts interfering at Hogwarts, so they put uh, Dolores Umbridge as headmaster, as, um, as a defense against the dark arts teacher, and she becomes headmaster uh, toward the end. Um, the woman who forces school children to carve words into the back of their hands. Um, <laughs> uh, and then Harry starts his own uh, Defense Against the Dark Arts League to rebel against her. I This is uh, my second favorite of the Harry Potter movies. I think it's really well done. Um, I would have cut the opening scene. I think the opening scene is awful. Hmm. But the rest of the movie is really great. Wow. Um, this might be my favorite book in the series, too. Um, it's also the longest, so they had to cut a lot of stuff from it. Um, but I love um, the students rebelling against um, the ministry and uh, a government control that they don't agree with. And I think that's really awesome. 
my 157, you probably, you might have not have seen it. I don't know. Mississippi Burning from 1988. Yes, I've seen it. Okay. Gene Hackman. I saw, I saw an AP US history. Gene. <laughs> you can see what the edu educational system does now. They just show movies. But. <laughs> well, it was an AP class. So after the AP test, you just watch movies. Uh, William Defoe, Gene Hackman. Uh, I, I thought it was great. It was a great movie on race relations and. Very dark. Yeah. That's why I, I think that's why I dug it. I just yeah, well done. That's yeah. I, I don't I don't think many people really recognize it as much anymore. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of a deep cut, but I mean, mm -hmm. and I haven't watched it since. I only watched it the one time in class. Otherwise, I might have, because I kind of forgotten about it. But yeah, it was a good movie. Um, my one fifty seven is one. I'm not sure if I showed it to you or not. Uh, Mary and Max. It's a stop oh, motion. Oh, is it stop motion? Yeah. I've seen um, it on Netflix, and I haven't seen it, but I've seen that it exists. Yeah, it's it's R-rated. It's, it's it's very dark. Like you're you when you know it's stop motion animation, you're expecting it to be kind of lighthearted, um, but it deals with uh, depression and suicide, like attempted suicide. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's a pretty dark movie, uh, considering the uh, the animation style um but it's it's really well done it was it's very cute i i don't know it just is well, i don't know it's cute and depressing <laughs> it's it, it's cute and depressing at the same time and i don't know how they managed to make that work but they did and so i i gotta give it to them i, I love that movie i saw that one in um, a, a classic in columbia and i went out and bought it almost wow. Wow, so it's a must-see. Yeah, for me it was. I, I was like, I need this movie. And then I, I showed it to uh, Ricardo and my mom. Uh, so nice. I thought I showed it to you too, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> my 156 is Scarface from 1983, the Al Pacino Scarface. Um, Say hello to my little friend. It's fun. It's, it's campy. It's Brian De Palma. It's... Mm -hmm. It's graphic, it's funny, it's it's a little too long, but it's still a fun experience. Yeah. I love the last scene of that movie. The rest of that movie, I could give or take. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's why I didn't make my list. Yeah. Um, my 156 is Nosferatu, 1922. Um, so, I recently uh, set this movie to Amanda Jensen. And... Uh, I don't know, I, I really like it. Um, I've watched it more now, like, since I did that, because uh, it's set to music that I like. Um, made me I think cry. it makes the movie even sadder. Yeah, made me cry. Yeah. Because um, it's a tragedy. I mean, uh, I don't I think her name is Helen in this version, but the Mina character dies in uh, this version of Dracula. So it, it's a tragedy. My 155 made me cry because it was so overrated. And I expected so much more from this movie. It's The Godfather 2 from 1974. Uh, <laughs> it's it's overrated, man. I, I honestly, I honestly think it's overrated. Dude, I have never seen The Godfather 2. I guess I should watch it. But The Godfather did not make my list at all. The, God, the Godfather 2 is almost four hours. 
Really? Uh, yeah, I want to say it's really long. Yeah. Um, it's got Robert De Niro playing the Brando character in flashbacks, and people seem to eat that up. But there's really, if you look at the, if you watch the movie, there's it's so slow. I'm saying, I mean, it's coming from me. I like slow movies, and it's just, I don't know. The first one was better for me. But, uh, I thought but the first one was super slow. Out of, so out of appreciation, I guess, for film, I just had to put it on the list somewhere, I guess. I felt obligated. I gotcha. Um, I'll go into my Godfather rant when we, when we get to the Godfather on yours. Okay. <laughs> uh, my 155 is the third man. Um, this is uh, Orson Welles is in uh, part of this movie. It's directed by Carol Reed. Um, it's a well done film noir movie. It's set in Vienna, uh, post war Vienna. Um, and uh, basically, um, this guy is looking for his friend Harry Lime, who's uh, gone missing. And uh, it's, he finds out from the neighbors that um, he was dragged away by uh, uh, no that he, he supposedly apparently died in front of the apartment and um, there were two men at the scene and a, then there's a mysterious third man that they're all talking about so he's trying to figure out what happened there. Um, it's a well done film noir movie uh, and the uh, climactic chase through the sewers uh, can't be beat. My 154 is The Predator from 1987. Um, great 80s action flick. Um, the best Predator movie we've seen so far. Um, Arnold is great and he's hilarious. One ugly motherfucker. <laughs> it's suspenseful, it's gory, it's, it's fun. Uh, my 154 is Dial M for Murder. Um, this is, uh, Hitchcock, um, they, so they remade it as a perfect murder, but because they didn't keep the title, I didn't put in the year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Dial for Murder is based on a stage play, um, and basically, um, the husband finds out his wife is, uh, cheating on him, and he basically, uh, gets her lover to kill her. Nice. So yeah, it's a it's a well done movie. Um, it's basically all in one room. I mean, they go out of it a little bit, but not much. My one fifty three just celebrated its tenth anniversary. Uh, Casino Royale, two thousand six. It's the origin story of James Bond. It's Daniel Craig's first movie as James Bond, and it's my favorite of the Craig uh, movies so far. Yeah, I uh, I love that movie. And Eva Green I, doesn't hurt. So. Yeah, Eva Green is awesome. Yeah, that one has the uh, the tragic. And Mads, Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, Mads Mikkelsen is a is a good villain for them. Um, yeah, that that one is really well well done. I have it further up than you do, but uh, yeah. Uh, so my one fifty three is the Revenant. Nice. Uh, so Did not is, make my list. Ah. Uh, I, uh, this was a really intense theater experience. I've only seen it then. I have it, but I haven't watched it. 
Oh, wow. I mean, I, I like it at home. I watched it, I think, twice at home, and I, I enjoyed it both times, but it just... Um, the theater experience was was much more like this. I mean, overall, the movie is very visceral. Um, Inaratu's uh, shots, like where he goes for like you know five minutes, no takes. Like it's like Birdman, but because it's in the middle battle scenes, it's like holy shit. Um, so I don't know. I I I, I couldn't even believe some of the things that happen in this movie, uh, the bear mauling scene, of course, uh, the, the horse scene, uh, the, the, uh, Indian attack at the beginning of the movie. Um, you know, it's just, it's a really well done movie and it doesn't let up. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very cool that you have a survival movie that, uh, shows you even the very disgusting, dirty bits about surviving. Yeah. My 152 is Safety Not Guaranteed from 2012. It's another independent comedy sci-fi thing. This, this guy who wants to time travel. And oh, he's, uh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> and these, uh, I guess, journalists and in turn, they want to make fun of, they kind of want to expose the guy or whatever, but it turns out he's for, for real wants to make a time machine. <laughs> Uh, my one fifty two is Jaws. Uh, we kind of talked about that one earlier. So nice. My one fifty one is the first Star Wars film on my list. It's Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith, two thousand five. Um, that didn't make my list. I had to. Do, I had to do it. There's more pros than cons, and it's definitely rewatchable, and it's definitely a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, even if you make fun of it, um, but it's the dialogue is terrible. You and McGregor, you, you literally see a man try to make the best of something. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's you and McGregor. <laughs> if if I could count my cut of the prequel trilogy, I would put it on here, but I can't put Revenge of the Sith on here just on its own. <laughs> I saw it like four or five times in theater, so I mean, I had. I do, I did too, but I mean, like, I saw Phantom Menace and it, it, like four or five times too, because I love Dark Maul, so. <laughs> uh, my 151 is Apocalypto, uh, which we also talked about earlier. And my 150 is The Artist from 2011. Oh, yeah. The silent film. Uh,. But there's one scene that has sound, and I thought that was very effective. Yeah. Um, but I, I love the film. I thought it was great. It was just taking this actor from the silent era and having him struggle to change over to talkies. It's just, it's so simple, and the dog is great. <laughs> the dog is great. Um, my 150 is Captain America Civil War, which we also already talked about. <laughs> 